be advised and let's be quite clear ho. Please know that we do indeed cuss. If you are offended by language that is quite spicy, gay lingo, and ratchetness, please exit your podcast app at this time, Miss Mamas. Love Musa and Josh. So here's a little disclaimer before we get things started. 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 Before we get things started. I know y'all missed us a little bit. Maybe. So, hi. My name is Musa. And I am Josh. And welcome to our podcast, y'all. Where Bitch. We, oh, sorry. Well, if you heard the disclaimer. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, welcome. From our, our sweet, sweet friend, Jessica. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that her name? She's our, she's our new personal assistant. Okay. Yes. Well, um, it's been a while, mm-hmm. um, but we're back. And I have to say happy childiversary because we right. are Child. a year old yes we are ones we as toddlers in christ we, yeah <laughs> we sh- we surely are and 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 for those of you who continue to listen we just want to say thank you for your support Thanks. thank you for your influence for your impact we need your money i and mean your invisible dollars need, thank they you. are so invisible <laughs> um but we we really want to keep this thing going. So actually, Josh doesn't know this, but I've I've been actively thinking of merchandise um, and and t-shirts. Bitch um, without me, okay. That's no, no, no. I've been bitch. thinking. I can I can think by myself sometimes. <laughs> you, you cannot. But um, if if you would like to, uh, if you're interested in a shirt that says uh, "Home Essential," <laughs> <laughs> we, we're gonna have those. Uh, we're also gonna have. Uh, we did talk about. A shirt that said like 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 a, a tank that had sugar on it or something like that. Yeah, something um, like that. <laughs> so, but Home Essential is gonna be a good one. I think that's gonna sell out. Uh, just Home Essential, and if you if you if you talk country, Home Essential. You know? right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I thought either Home Essential or Home of Sectionals, like Homosexuals. I don't know because you know. Have you ever seen that that person that be? Oh, just, I know her very well. <laughs> homosexual. Homosexual. I ain't trying to get in illegal battles, but but no, but but we we can sell, we can sell a shirt that say Home Essential, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, home Essentials, yeah, yeah Home Essentials, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, Home Essentials. <laughs> okay, I think that's dope. It is. I'm so so. I think that um, so this I, I've been thinking about this a lot because um, I was talking to some fraternity brothers talking about having something outside of your everyday nine to five. You need to have another way to make income. And because passing income, passing income, because I'm not. Thank you, Josh. Come on, education station. Yes. Because I'm not putting my toes on OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured that I'd, I'd really take a serious dive into making T-shirts because right? I said I was. I've been talking about doing it for years and you years have. and years. And so I think that our shirts will be the first, and it'll 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 be a way 
for help to help us, you know, with, with right. money. But um, I think it's just another. Uh, Y'all so, better so buy them, them. Yeah, motherfuckers. We don't have more than just home essentials. <laughs> 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 but yes. um, but this is a this has been a year. It's been a labor of love. It's been late nights. Um, it's been missing episodes that, <laughs> that y'all will never hear because they're gone. Gone. They're literally ju- they're, they're just not here, girl. Um, and y'all will deal. You, because <laughs> we had to deal. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all. It was one night. We have recorded a good ass episode, uh, and I, I unplugged something, and that episode was just up. It gone. Is gone, and we had to re-record. And we had to, re- and it wasn't even, it wasn't even nowhere. It wasn't near. a percentage of the fire and desire. It's all right. Shit Ooh, and I can tell, Josh. I can tell you was so mad. We we got in that car, and Josh was just quiet. <laughs> I think Josh. Have you, if y'all have ever seen that uh, that that gif? Some of y'all might say gif, but I don't care. Oh. Of um of Corella Deville uh, riding in that buggy, and she <laughs> that's how Josh drove back to Austin, <laughs> bouncing down the goddamn street. Motherfucker, <laughs> use all my gas money. You <laughs> you made the thing disappear. So, but, but yeah, so, so y'all, um, just, I just want to let y'all know that we are, we're always thinking, we're always thinking of ways to, to make this podcast enjoyable and we want to thank y'all for supporting us. So we're, we're working on some things. So I'm, I'm, this, the week has been crazy. Um, but before I dive into that, Josh, how are you? Child, I am, um, I'm okay now, but these last couple of weeks, the devil tried to take me out mm. with his whole ass, you old ugly bastard. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> from not having a, a debit card to not having a phone to having to buy a new motherfucking battery for my car to managers trying to get me fired at work to niggas acting stupid and entertaining other niggas when we supposed to be talking. It's just been a hell of a couple of weeks and... um. But bitch, I'm here. You're here. Like Miss Seeley said, she, she said, did. I may be black uh, and I may be ugly. ugly. But, thank but dear God, God I am You're not still ugly. Well, but you. niggas <laughs> got some complex occupation. They do. So, <laughs> okay. Well, you're here and we're glad. We're glad. Thanks. How are you, friend? Okay. Okay. I'm good. It has been a whirlwind of, whirlwind. of a week. Um, I was busy and busy doesn't even begin to describe it. I'm tired. I have been stretched. I've been stretched to and fro Mm. and not in a good way. So (laughs) um, uh, this this weekend was my fraternity's um, my chapter's 37th um, um, Lord Charter Day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Celebrating 37 years of service to our um, campus. And it was. It was a learning experience. I I felt like there were things that I could have done better, but also there were things that I was expected to do that I I shouldn't have been shouldn't expected have to do. Been doing. Okay. Um, and but it was good to see my fraternity brothers, the people that I haven't seen in over a decade. Um, but I will tell you another thing that it did for me, and I know we talked about this on the, on on the podcast. Um, you know I've. All my life, I've 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 struggled with um, identifying as a boy or as an you know here recently as a male mm-hmm. as a man. Sorry, excuse me, as a man. And but I think that I I can still have those questions um, and still in, appreciate the brotherhood. But my fraternity is very much most fraternities are very 
very male, obviously they're male driven, but it, a lot of machismo, you know, mm. a lot of uh, alpha male, no pun intended, Toxic you know, masculinity. a lot of that, yeah. a whole, a, a whole helping heap of that. Um, and I never, I mean, I'm not going to say that I, that I have not been a, a, a uh, been toxic because I, I surely have, but I have. Uh, don't be nodding your head, shit. I, I, I was just in the grants, you Josh, know. Josh over here to my. Mm-hmm. Let me tell y'all how I am he has just, been. You know, hearing um, what you're saying and reflect. Let me tell y'all how Thanks. he has been. Uh, been toxic. Oh. Uh, so no, but but I I've struggled with, um, and sometimes I've avoided being a I've avoided being around my fraternity brothers because the stuff that they talk about that shit don't it don't move me. It right. doesn't mean much to me. Like I don't, I don't feel like I can relate to it, you know? And so it's cause you've elevated. I think that, but also be, me being queer has a lot to do with, with it. that too. Um, Elevated, like I said, yeah, <laughs> you know, we are, we are that and they're that. Um, but, but I, I, um, I allowed myself to be confident. I told myself, be confident in this room with these men. Y'all both got the same things hanging between your legs. Wow, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, well, some oh, okay. but i mean <laughs> all right but i and so i don't have to be afraid to be around them i don't have to be afraid to voice my opinion there were there, let me tell you there was a lot of alcohol flowing and there were a lot of things that were said that i had to like i was clutching my imaginary pearls mm-hmm. um but um i want to talk about something i don't want to get in trouble for talking about it but i'm talking about it anyway a little bit so yes, um there's there's a brother that in the in the chapter. Well, he's not. Well, none of us are in the chapter anymore. But came through this chapter, and we we were, I guess, close-ish when they, when he was here, and you know things happened, um, lines were crossed, but our personalities definitely didn't mesh. But he's 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 also gay, and he kind of stayed away from the chapter for a while, and. I, that wasn't my story, you know. Even though I, there were some people, there were certain brothers I may have like avoided, but I was always, I've always been in touch with someone in the fraternity. Well, um, I can't say his name because um, he's he's becoming a very big deal in in this country, um, in the state specifically. But um, oh. but he's a but he's a he's a he's a very bold and smart man. We just don't, we don't really vibe like that, you know? And so he came to town and he let me know that he was here. And I was hanging out with the brothers, you know? I I, I would have loved to have a Kiki if it was a, a few more, like, you know, queer brothers in town, but I just didn't feel, I, I don't feel comfortable with just the two of us, you know what I mean? And I, I low-key hope he never listens to this podcast because he's going to know who I'm talking about. Um, oh, well. But, but it's, it's, we... There's always been, there's always been a kind of this. I don't know what to call it. There's a there's a there's a huge elephant in the room, and neither, neither one of us knows what it is. But I guess there's this feeling of having to prove yourself to brothers, and and you don't and you you go away and you don't come back until you've proven yourself, and and um. Th- so one of our one of our beloved brothers passed away um a couple of years ago. And, you know, he was telling me he was going to the funeral and I was so I was excited that he was going because he hasn't been around brothers in a long time for for whatever reason, you know, um, his job, um, location and things like that. And so when I saw him with the brothers, I commented, I said, it's really good that that y'all got to get together. And he kind of took it. 
he took offense to it. He's like, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? And I was like, I'm not saying, I'm just saying like, he I mean, was but looking for something. Cause that, that's right. That's, that's right. Uh, but, but so, but that's always been the nature of, of our relationship. And another thing to, to it is that he is in, in status, especially in popularity, you know, it, in, in a lot of ways, you know, he's eons, he's light years, you know, beyond me, but I've always felt like it's, it's always been like a, a big dick competition. You know, uh, I was, when he hit me up, I told him I was going to do a presentation. He was like, oh yeah, I'm going to meet with this inter- important person's name here. And I was like, okay, you right. know? And so um, at first I felt bad because I was like, you know, perhaps he wanted to, he wanted me to reach out to him, but I don't like being in a room where someone feels that everything that they do is more important than everyone else's. And that's been, that's how I felt about him since the beginning. Like since since when I first when I first stepped foot on this campus, he always had to make you feel that what you were doing was second rate to him. But, you know, it is what it is. Shout out to him. You know, um, he is doing some big things in this state and being queer and black. Um, it's a, it's pretty monumental. He's so, out. Yes, oh, he's okay. very out. Um, but. We just don't vibe like that, you know, and and it's okay. I think it's I think it's quite all right that we don't vibe like that, um, and we did at one point, but we don't, you know, now. So um, anyway, shout out to him. Um, yeah. Hey sis. And <laughs> but but I, but I will say that there was something redemptive, I guess that that's the word, about being among the brothers and being myself. Now I was not, I was not here like hey girl, young, sweet, young. You know, I wouldn't. I went out there like that. It was just, it was just an opportunity to be among these brothers and, and be myself. You right. Know? That's um, always. I good. didn't hide my wedding ring. I didn't. I didn't. Um, I didn't hide anything like that. Did if anybody somebody, ask? So no one asked. But because a lot of the brothers that are around our age, they knew because they saw Facebook and the Instagram post. But there was one brother. He's got to be pushing. I mean, he's in his mid fifties. And he said something to the effect of, to the to the effect of, well, you know, it might be some brothers that look at you and you know assume something, you know, and and but he was trying to he was trying to encourage me to be more courageous and things like that, and <laughs> I knew what he was saying without him saying it, of course, and so I I left it alone, but anyway, um, got to spend time with these with these men, these brothers. And and be my authentic self, um, and being my authentic self is not me being flamboyant. Nothing wrong with that, with with flamboyancy. Um, I didn't have to, cause I, I re- and I, I mentioned that because I recall a conversation with this brother that I was mentioning, and he was like, "Child, I'm about to come down there with uh, a, a a crop." This was years ago. He's a, at our last reunion. He was like, "I'm about to come down there with a crop top, a halter top, you know, and some and some stilettos, blah blah blah." I was like, "Yes, honey." Oh. I, you know, just kind of, I was kind of, you know, amping up. Yes, honey, you do that. And in the back of my mind, I was like, "Girl, please, <laughs> you know." So, <laughs> you know, I, I don't have to. I don't have to promote gay. It's not something I have to promote. It's not a company I'm pushing. They're not gay is not sponsoring us. Pa- gay is not paying for this podcast. We it are truly just, is not. We are just. I'm just a black man who is gay. You know, so queer or, child these days. It's Everything. a fruit salad of. Right. It's a fruit salad fruit of things. Salad. It's an ambrosia salad of yeah, feelings, yeah, emotions, yeah, and and attractions. Yeah, um, all of that. So yeah, so that's that's how I'm doing. Uh, uh, tired, but ex- I was excited that. Um, you could come come down so that we could record because 
people miss us and I miss you. Oh, I miss so, you back. Uh, lies. What the, uh, did I tell you that lies. I saw my daddy? We should stop this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this breaking news. I forgot. No, because I told you. I could have going to be at a party. As a party. You so, didn't invite me to the party. That's bitch, right. nobody. I was, at, I was in Austin. Not that weekend. Yes, I was. Child, whatever. What happened? You, you didn't met tell your daddy. me. No, some because my uh r- uh my sister in law. Some first of all, my brother and his wife and their kids have moved back to Austin, and my sister in law uh hit me up because I've never met my sister in law first of all, or uh, my nieces and nephews. <clears throat> but um, so she hit me up on Facebook and told me she was like, you know, your brother is graduating. I still don't know from what. I, I, I yeah. Anyway. And um, we're going to have a party for him, and I really wish you would come. I was like, you know, at, cool, sure. You know, I'm a little hesitant because me and my brother are not the closest, but whatever. And I was like, sure, I'll come. And then she hit me up like a month later, and she was like, oh, and y- your father is going to come. I was mm. like, girl. And she's like, but I really hope you would still be able to come. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, you know, I'll, I'll make it or whatever. So I got there. And all this time I had been telling my brother that I wasn't going to be in town for this. Because he didn't even know he was having a party. He knew that his wife was going to have a dinner. Like they were going to dinner, but he didn't know it was going to be a party. And he was like, you know, I, I found out that, you know, our father's going to be in town. You should come. I was like, no, nah, I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to be in College Station somewhere doing something. And uh, so, yeah, when the party started, I was the first one there. Apparently, I'm and I'm late to every goddamn thing. So I don't know <laughs> how the fuck I got there for, before everybody. And I met my sister-in-law, and then, like, 30 minutes later, my brother comes in. He's like, oh, you lied to me, hey, and all sorts of shit. I'm like, yeah, calm down. All right, it's cool. And then, like, once the guests start, well, he got here, and the other people start coming in. Here comes my father, and he looks at me, and he's surprised and shocked, and he kept telling me, oh, you know, you look real good. You look good. And he just, like, he said, like, at least five times during the night and told his wife, don't Josh look good? I'm like, well, what the fuck was I supposed to look like? <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, I'm confused. A sack of groceries. Like, bitch. That's I sad. mean, yeah. not bitch, but you. Not you, <laughs> <laughs> don't call your daddy a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Well, shit. It wasn't meant to mm-hmm. be that way. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah, it was real cool. And then, you know. Uh, I was hoping he was gonna pay for my dinner because I was broke and the Lord made a way and he huh. pay, he was like you know I'm gonna pay for you and your brother's dinner tonight I was like oh run up the tab that's the least you could do sir uh, <clears throat> no words okay so but yeah and uh like we ran it up a little bit it wasn't too much we weren't trying to be you know rude or nothing like that so but he paid it was cool and then weirdly enough he was like he asking me like how long did it take you to get here I'm like like twenty minutes. <clears throat> And he was like, oh, okay. He was like, how much gas you got? I'm like, what? I'm like, I got like half a tank. And he's like, oh, you, you ain't got enough. You ain't got enough. And he gave me $60. I was like, I'm sure going to take it. And with a quickness. Surely the fuck will. With a quickness. Thank you, sir. Um, That's great. But uh, it was a real good night. We took pictures, which I still have not seen. My stepmother, that's weird saying because wow. I've never said that, um, has the pictures and she has not posted them on Facebook or nothing and I haven't asked about them but my mother wants them for whatever reason child anyway but yeah <laughs> I've got that little tidbit uh, he's supposed to be coming back to Austin in October for I think a work conference and he wants to hang out I'm like and I'm thinking to myself you know sir it's already been 16 years since I ain't seen you I, can we wait another 16? You sure can't. Let me no. tell you why. Because you're going to need... <laughs> listen, when you go down there, I, I was supposed to do... I don't care how much money you have in your bank account. You might be you might be doing well. I want you to have a ripped up shirt, 
some, dirt, some dirt on your face and be like, I'm just, I'm just trying to make it by, sir. Uh-uh. Could I, could I, please, you gave me money last time. Could I please have some more? Child, he, he, never mind. <laughs> I don't know about that man's finances, but I, I, anyway, yes, whatever. Great. Did you hear what Beyonce said? What she said? Get your money, cunty, hunty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I need you to do what she said. Okay. Get your money, cunty, hunty. Woo, child. Yes, that's, that's, I, I will, we will see. I well, mean, I'm glad you met your papa. I, that was not my first time meeting him. I mean, but, right. I'm about to say. <laughs> but <laughs> the first time that I've met him since, seen him since, seen him. Sorry. 20, no, I'm about to say 2016. No, since 2006. That was the first time you, that was the like, you seen him in, in that long. Yeah, no, like I hadn't, before that, before 2006, it wasn't, I hadn't seen him since I was a baby, literally right. a literal baby. So yes, that's like my second time seeing him as an adult. Oh my gosh. Yes. Right. Get your money, honey. And okay. then I was pissed off at myself because my allergies was fucking up and a tear rolled in my eye when he hugged me. I was like, this is not for you. And you cried. Yeah, no. Josh, you cried. I did not. I said, I'm not crying. I would, oh, I would have loved to have been there <laughs> and, and, and been singing, I see your truth. God. Been, I've been waving some fabric. <laughs> no, hell the fuck no! It was not that did serious. Did he see you cry? He did because he took a step back. I said, "No, nah, it's not that. It's, it's, it's my allergies. Trust me." A moment, Josh. Bitch, it was not a fucking moment. You better learn how to cry on command. It's extra money in that. Okay. <laughs> every time, every time you drop a tear, it's twenty dollars. All right. Child, <laughs> so get your the money. tears that I have cried hmm. in these ninety-five years of my life. Listen. But you need to get that. He's but he's gonna pay for that in in, in dollars. Okay. okay. So get well, your money. That's great. Well, I'm glad you got <laughs> to see your dad. You know, sure. Um, dads are important. Um, okay. W- if if their presence is um, positive, right, and if, effective. If, hooey. Um, yes. Moving Amen. right along. Moving along. So it is time. No, nope, it's not time, cause bitch, it's time for an ice. Break her. Bitch, you, that was nice. <laughs> yeah. Bitch, you got me right there. I, I'll let you have that yes, one. Okay. What is this icebreaker? I was on Twitter the other day, and I seen this question, and somebody said, if somebody was doing a tribute to Beyonce, <laughs> what songs would be sung, and who would be performing these songs? Do you want me to go first since I yeah. already thought this out? You can go first. Let me uh, get my <clears throat> notepad. On oh, his new iPhone. It's child. a naked iPhone, too. Somebody, somebody come and, and kick him in the, in the, in the pocket <laughs> so he can crack that screen. <laughs> Kiss my ass. Anyway, so th- in no particular order, mm-hmm. I have six, but, you know, you can come up as many because I know it's short notice. Mm-hmm. So for some reason, I would love to hear Brandy sing Sugar Mama. Okay. I want Jasmine Sullivan to do Virgo's Groove. I don't know why. I just, I hear her do it. I kind of want Tiana Taylor to do Speechless. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don Richard to do End of Time. I want Solange to do Cuff It. And for a good finale, I want Kelly to sing Dangerously in Love. Interesting. It's weird because I was just going through my phone and like, who would I want to sing something and who would I want, like, how would it sound to me and if it would be decent? So those are the ladies that I chose. That's interesting. I like that. Okay. I'll bite. Now, one of these names you're not going to care for, but she still sings down and you know it. (laughs) So, okay. So in no particular order, 
I was here must be sung by Cynthia Erivo. She she can she can kill she can kill that song. She can kill it. Okay, who's your next person? <laughs> um, I think that um, I think that Crazy in Love should be done by Jade Nova. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, I think that um, I think that uh, Chloe and Hallie should do Dangerously in Love because they would murder it. That would be interesting. I think that Kelly should do Halo. Ew. Yeah, but you but it, no, but you gotta do. do, do I I don't like that I mean, song. That's right, but, but why but, would you even put but it? But she, in? but she would. Her voice would fit that song. Kelly would sing that song. Um, and then I think that because see, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about the, those blockbuster hits because I don't because I tell you me I don't really fool with Halo like that. Sorry, Beyonce, I love you down. Sure, nobody does. But I do not like that song. Um, or the album. <laughs> I mean, the album was okay. It's Wait just, a minute, sir. <laughs> uh, and then. Um, I think that um, um, Jasmine had to be. She has to be there somewhere. I think that that Jasmine could probably sing. Um, mm. I was gonna put her on for resentment, but she's already done that. Oh, but she then she can reprise it. No, no, she can, no. and back to reprise it. <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan. Um, and then there's one more person that I think. Um, I would like to hear sing. Um, Where would you put Solange? She needs to be on Solange, the program. No, Solange definitely. Solange would like. Um, <laughs> not that song. Oh. Um, it would have to be a very Houstonish song. Like it might be, like this. Goes, this is a deep cut that a lot of y'all probably don't even know this song, but. Solange would do Worldwide Woman. Wow. She would do that. I can see, because I can see, so, w, 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 w. I can see Solange. <laughs> you can make You know what I'm saying? Yes. That, that, I, I think that, that that would be a good song because nobody really knows that song, but that's, that fits. That's Solange's bop. I think Solange could do Virgo's Groove. I could see Solange doing Virgo's Groove. Like, that would be dope. Um, yeah, but I don't think. She, okay, this is, might be a little controversial, oh but my God. Solange can sing. She can. She's very. Yeah, she, yeah. she. But as far as her vocal prowess yeah. and those intricate runs on that song, that's why I gave it to Jasmine in the yeah. first place. I I think that it, it could. She could piecemeal it. I think she could do that with Jasmine. But I I could just see her doing the sultry parts, you know. Um, or you know, but when people do tribute, sometimes they might. Well, no, you're right. It has to be because that, if you're listening to Virgo's Groove, you're listening to that for the runs. Right. You want the runs. You want the runs. So I, I get, I guess Jasmine, but but I definitely was thinking about Jade because Jade Nova. So, right. you know who else I would I would add, um, because she she, oh two people, um I think that um, Dondria got to be on there somewhere. Dondria can sing. Oh, child, you was uh yeah. being very uh gift like. Da- nice. <laughs> Dondria, no, Dondria, Dondria would sing. Girl, okay, she would sing something. <laughs> she just sing. She could sing the background. But you know who? But let me tell you though. Let me tell you who else I would have on there. My, on my my uh, my child, I would have JoJo on there. You know, I was thinking about that, but I don't want it because I don't. <laughs> JoJo can sing. What? JoJo could sing "Love on Top." Yes, she could. Child, and she so, could modulate. Speaking of JoJo. Mm-hmm. I, I know I don't know if JoJo can modulate because did you see this recent video? Like I just saw it yesterday. JoJo singing 
Square Biz by uh, Tina Marie. Tina Marie, and she sounded a mess. Somebody said that, and that's, it hurts me because JoJo sings down, but you know who else? And she took the key down, and she was singing Maybe. Mm-mm, I didn't like it. Maybe Tori Kelly could do that. Sure. She gives. She gives. I don't um, know what it needs to be gave for this occasion, but yeah, sure. Wow. Well, <laughs> No, but this is your list. Yeah, and it's all over the place, actually. That was a good icebreaker. You caught me off guard. Yes, uh, that's, that's good. <laughs> I'll try to have another one for another I got, time. I'm going to start doing random icebreakers. There's an icebreaker right now. <laughs> In the middle of pop shit, there's going to be an icebreaker. It's going to be a, a pop quiz, bitch. Yeah, okay. never know. All right. All right. Well, if there is n- without <laughs> any further to do, we have come to our segment that we so-call pop shit. Thank you. You're yeah, welcome. For that job. <laughs> All right. In 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 the segment of pop Woo. shit, we talk about all things pop culture um that may be relatable to yeah, I don't know. Including your mom would be popping up pussy. But anyway, let's go. Wow. <laughs> right. Right on right on to Oh, now I don't even want to talk about this first one. Jeffrey Dahmer, ladies and gentlemen. Um so Netflix is it? Ne- it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. So yes. because Netflix feels the need to, to um, to portray <laughs> art, uh, strange people that, and we relive pain and suffering of the lives of the victims and victims' families. Um, a readaptation because I think there's already a movie, but of um, of uh, the story, the harrowing tale of. Uh, mass murderer Jeffrey Dahmer Jeffrey in the Louise. film Dahmer uh, that is um, starring uh, one Evan what's his last name? Peters. Evan Peters. Yes. Uh, you might know him from American Horror Story. Yes. American Horror Stories. He plays Down. Um, he's also he has he's also in um, in uh, X Men. Uh, uh, As what he played? What's that man's well, name? I, the the, the guy that run real fast and he run fast. Oh, I remember else. that. Yeah. but he that I've never like knew who that really was in real life. Evan Peters has an amazing backside. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you see it in the in 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 the series. I'm sure you but do. It, it's um, not that great to me. But so okay. so anyway. It's pasty. I mean, he's a white man. <laughs> Evan Toasty. Evan Peters. Um, like you said, he has the range. Um. So we don't have to get into y'all know who Jeffrey Dahmer is, and if you don't, I, you're okay, young. I gotta say this. Oh, I wasn't gonna talk about it, but um, I'm in I'm in this production, mm, and yes, there is production. a. We were talking about some of the things that are that we're talking about pop culture, and one of the one of the um, one of the one of the young men was like, "Have y'all seen uh, Jeffrey Dahmer?" And I Jeffrey said, who? I said, oh. "Is that a French man?" He said Jeffrey Damier. Okay. Moving right along. <laughs> um, so so anyway. Damier. Uh, <sighs> he had to be young, huh? As, yeah, he's very young. Okay, that makes um, sense. All right. But so anyway, Je- Jeffrey Dahmer is 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 a series out on Netflix right now, and um, Niecy Nash is in it. She is, and she is acting down. I love me some Niecy. So um, Jeffrey Dahmer um, killed uh, a number of. Men, young men, um, gay men, gay men, and of that list, um, the the list is disproportionately black. 
victims Correct. were um, there are more black victims than any other victim, um, and which people say that he targeted black people. I don't know in in the show because I don't know too much about it because it, it, you know this should happen in nineties when I was children, mm-hmm. and you know. In the show, they portray it to not be as it's targeted. It's just like it's just what happened, and those just happen to be the people. But people said that he did target, and I'm not going to disagree. If it happened, it happened. I mean, think about it though. A show, you know, shows like that still they still glorify um, whiteness, and of course, they're not. They don't want you to see that he targeted black people because then the show might not be appealing to black people or it might not be appealing to a large number of people. But we, we, we understand the history of um, just the of fetishiza- fetishization. Yes. Fetishization. You know what? When you fetishize <laughs> over the bodies of black people, specifically black males, and the just the history of of over sexualizing um bodies of black people i i don't think that it's a coincidence that he that his victims were overwhelmingly it was the number was overwhelmingly black i can't speak tonight and i don't know what's happening because you sleep um, it must be because that time boy fetish mm. i tried to do it again yeah, fetish- i tried, I tried, to, I tried to sneak up on my brain on my, on my, on my tongue fetish Fettuccine, yes. When you fettuccine black bodies, um, so yes, he uh, he was noodling. Uh, he was definitely noodling. He was noodling. Oh God! And eating those okay. noodles. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, let's let's get let's get let's get thorough. So so I um I haven't watched it yet. I said I would watch it. Um, I don't I don't watch it on Sundays because I don't watch I don't watch sad things on Sundays, yeah. except for the House of Dra- the House of the Dragon. Uh, black people like oh, say House I of Dragon. Watch that. You do it's it's. No, I've been watching, but I'm talking about this this, this episode, episode today. Yeah, it's that girl. I haven't seen this episode today, but the show is that girl. But anyway, off topic. <laughs> um, so I saw a clip of um one of the victims. Uh, is it his sister? or his cousin, his sister, um, who was, I guess she had a uh, a character statement, I forgot what they're called, in the courtroom, yes. and it was reenacted. And it was reenacted very well, but a, a, I saw a tweet from one of the cousins who said that the family has had to relive that trauma since the release of this series. And and I get that. I also, I, I understand that, that the stories need to be told, but I also understand that as the surviving family thinking about that and having to see it over again and seeing your loved one, your cousin or your, or your aunt or your sister playing, you know, being, being depicted in this role, it's, it's, it can be very, it can be triggering, you know? And so um, shout out to the families of the victims, um, you know, who are still, grieving you know a lot of them are grieving because for the most part they they, they had nobody to bury you right. know um you know shout out to evan peters because uh, I, I mean i hear he's i hear he's, he's great but my thing is like it now this this word i can get down i can get this word down some some people say it seems as though they're romanticizing uh these people like 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 uh what's his name played uh ted bundy um right. zach efron i think you know, oh. they're they're romanticizing these these white male serial killers, you know, and 
what we have seen on Twitter has been disgusting. Black men, black gay men talking about, well, I guess I would have just been dead as if this man was just like, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. You know, like, like you know, um, I, I don't remember what, I don't remember what actual no, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer looks was, like. He couldn't have got me. Um, but first of all, he wasn't that attractive. But, um, Evan Peters uh, just all right. So, I'm, but, but my thing is still right. like, 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 don't you selling yourself short. You, you've been making fun of, of, of you're making fun of murder by saying that he would, you know, he's so fine, I can let my standards down and he can chop me up anytime. That, that's, to me, that's just, I mean, I know jokes are jokes or whatever, but like, that's some bullshit to me. Like, it is. I mean, because um, people have actually died. Yeah. And I mean, and they, these families are wishing that they're, you know, these family members are still here. Shut up. And I just, it's, it's, it's wrong for you to say, you know, that you, he could have killed you. Child, no, that white man, we're looking at a picture. He's, He's okay, but he couldn't have got me. He looked like yeah. people who like rosebuds and y'all. Uh, all right, <laughs> all right. Well, you there's that. Up on your old time. So if I mean y'all, I ain't gonna tell y'all to watch that shit because they ain't paying none of our bills. But um, it is That's it is all. a limited series on Netflix, and it does um, it tells a little bit of the story behind this man and his murders and the families that had were left to deal with you know the death of their loved ones and he did kill gay men yep. and that's another thing that to me is is really interesting because and this is why 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 that why race is important because black black bodies were discarded like that black gay men's lives were brushed under swept under the rug you know when they went missing you know there 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 wasn't there wasn't a lot of out, outcry you know but let it have been you know a little white girl you know, a, a white woman. Right. You know, um, it would have been it would have been crazy. You know, and and he was able to kill all these black men, all these gay black men. Right. And, and shout out, and, and and not shout out to, but respect to the the you know the Hispanic and the, and the white you know and the Asian um, victims you know families, um, but it was a ridiculous amount of black gay men that were killed, and who's again whose lives were didn't really matter in the eyes of law enforcement you know so but uh he got his he got his his his, his uppins did come in prison mm, sure he did. was uh taken care of he was he was unalived okay. by um, yeah. by a black man so um, it's karma wherever wherever he is i hope that he is not resting i hope <laughs> he is he is awake and being punished for his i don't know what that Anyway, okay. Um, I'm happy that he's dead. Oh, I'm happy that he's. Dead. I mean, yeah, it's just like it's just weird to say. Yeah, out loud. Yeah, well, so <laughs> ooh, this is a weird transition. <laughs> <laughs> you want to start the now? well in news of death, child. Oh, uh, the queen, queen Liz. has has died. All right, next. <laughs> we could, but let's stay right there for a minute. So, I I have not said anything on social media on Facebook because no, have well, I. well, well. Let me okay. Let me tell you the truth, and then because I, I don't want to lie, I did say something on Facebook first because I wasn't think I, okay. So Queen Elizabeth died at ninety six. Sure. So I. I was kind of aloof and I wasn't thinking about 
some of the ways in which she upheld patriarchy and mass killings. Mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking about that. I was just thinking about this, the fact that, like, I, rem- I mean, she's been the queen for as long as I've been alive. And so right. hearing that she died, I was like, oh, shit, like, the queen dead, like, R.I.P., you know? And then, like, I was like, ooh, delete, 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 delete. delete. <laughs> and I, right. I started to think about, you know, the ways in which, you know, sh- she helped uphold patriarchy racism and um and mass killings you know like in in a lot of the 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 lands that you know and pillaging these countries for their gold and their diamonds and jewels and stuff like that and and those diamonds Child, the, the diamond in her, in her scepter cr- in, in her, her crown, crown and in her yes. scepter you know from africa, africa. And india you know, someone said someone said that it was a gift given to her okay <laughs> okay so so it, it might have very very well have been a gift given to her but that that gift that was, was given stolen. to her was stolen from someone Somebody else. Somebody else, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? And, and and the and the 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 bodies that had to mine that 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 for that that diamond, and also the bodies that died in a lot of those mines. But like people don't think about things like that because they're thinking about this. And I and I I'm, I'm guilty too. I've seen. I mean, I I am a sucker. I'm a sucker for sweet old ladies. Oh, okay. um, and so, like, sweet old ladies who do cute things and stuff, you know, oops and 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 and they were talking about he had a he had a marmite sandwich which sounds absolutely disgusting. I don't know what that is. But she, one of her favorite snacks was uh um, it was like strawberry jam or something like that on on two pieces of bread, with the crust cut off, and she pulled it out of her purse. And they were just talking. Her and Paddington Bear were talking. And I was like, oh, this is so cute. You know, I I, I see, I watched one time when she was cutting a cake with a sword. And I, I saw thought that, that too. And she said, it's, this is, this is, um, she said it was not peculiar, but she said, she basically was interesting that, that she was cutting it with a, with a sword. And I just thought, I thought it was cute. And then she couldn't even cut it all the way yeah, and have somebody like, else finish it. Girl, just like I everything it, else. Yeah, never mind. I thought it was cute, you know, but then I started to, re- I started to remember, um, you know, Lady Di, Princess Diana, and how they treated her, how they treated her, yeah. you know, and 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 how she was treated after she was divorced, and and then I thought about Meghan Markle. Meghan who, Markle. Let me tell you, let me just say this straight up: I, I don't give her too much because you know she she knew what she was getting herself into and in marrying into that family. But but, but at but at the you know it is it is at, it, at but at the end of the day you know like I mean she she do have black in her you know so I I, I you know. I can, I can see how people would be racist towards her because they definitely are. They definitely are. Um, you know, when, when, there was something to me that was very fascinating about Queen Elizabeth's funeral, which apparently was paid for by the people uh, in the UK, which is very problematic. But I could be wrong. I, I think that's true though. What? But I, I was watching. I watched the. I watched all of it because it, I just said all this pomp and circumstance. That this is so rem- remarkable. Um, people were crying that never knew her, you know. And I wondered, you know, do, if you know, we don't have any black monarchs. We don't have any any great, you know, black heroes because they were all gunned down. Right. Like they were all shot. They were, all, you know. Um, so we we'll more than likely never get to celebrate in that way. You know, of, we'll never get to celebrate someone. And when someone of her stature, like Martin Luther King, was shot, or when they have a, a, a holiday, people don't celebrate him like they celebrate her. And he did arguably more 
he did for this country in his thirty than, something years of than, life than she could than, than she ever did. You yeah. know, she, I mean, I don't hate the queen. I don't. I don't. I don't know her to hate her. You know, I don't. I don't. I mean. I mean. Well, let me not do that. I was gonna make a correlation, but that's not nice. Um, but I, you know, when I saw people, I think I saw some 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 black or some black brother. He was of African origin, had laid had softly laid down by the flowers and was like like had his hand. <laughs> I said, oh, get your ass off them flowers by that gate. Get up and have some cooth about yourself, Please, sir." Because she would have walked over your ass as <laughs> she came out the goddamn gate. She would have walked over your ass. <laughs> she would have had somebody came and scoop you right. up. Please remove this negro. When when they were, you know, um I thought it was it was fascinating. They were uh, when they were <laughs> when they were lowering her in the vault. Like I, I so I think my mind, I have a very sick mind. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about like like dubbing over that being like, No, take me, Lord, take me as it as it was going down, I was gonna play Take Me to the King. Like kind of say, literally take me to the king. Um well he was a prince, he wasn't a king. Uh-uh. Um but I, I didn't do any of those things. I didn't I didn't I don't I don't see the point in mocking her death, but that also doesn't mean that I need to um, celebrate celebrate it. Like I don't I don't there's there I had no dog in the fight. And it's, that's problematic to say I guess. Um I didn't have a, sh- a, 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 f- a shoe in the... Uh, on this f- a foot? Well, I don't know. I didn't have a fish in the bowl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, but you know... What? Sh- I don't know what that means. <laughs> but um, Meghan Markle was there. Uh, looking lovely. Looking lovely. Paying homage to uh, um, Lady Di with the same... Well, similar dress that mm-hmm. she had wore to another funeral. And uh, there was one scene where she let a single tear drop and fall she did. and everyone was saying she's just an actor she's such a good she's just a good actress i was like well damn i mean hell why are we why, people have everything to say about that woman without knowing anything but anything what they think all. they know what yeah. they what they've heard from an, a quote-unquote an insider uh to the palace my thing is if i was there i would i would leak a story to see to one person to see if it gets out and i would fire that person because there's too many insiders yeah i mean obviously they've they employ a lot of people so i'm sure there's a lot of loose lips you know in the palace or whatever um but megan markle gets an insane amount of hate um from white people over there um in the uk because she has chosen not to lie down and take some of the, the 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 shitty things that they do and you know shout out to her i guess um i was gonna say something else about her but i i can't remember um so in other queen news um halle bailey yes. is re is um well, has been cast as ariel in the new little mermaid movie by disney it's coming out may of 2023 and you whores are so mad about y'all, it. Y'all are real mad. <sighs> There's so much to say around this topic, but <clears throat> this woman is catching so much flack for playing a mythical creature. Child. A mythical creature because clearly someone said mermaids could never be black because of th- the water and their skin and how light but reflects. They are. Fictitious creatures. They don't exist. So why the fuck they can't be any goddamn color? If Ariel was supposed to be purple, she could have been purple, mm-hmm. bitch. First of all, I needed to be very clear that 
the before the author of the little mermaid hans christian anderson before he even imagined that show that 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 uh the the, the story excuse me the story yimaya's um stories existed way longer than and, and if y'all know who yimaya is um yimaya is an um is a goddess in the um in a west african pantheon um called ifa and she is an arisha and um, i'm not gonna go too deep into that because i get excited talking about yamaya but yamaya is um uh <laughs> we're gonna move it along but uh mami wata is another is another deity that is um a mermaid depicted as a mermaid yamaya was, was depi- is depicted as a mermaid in a lot of pictures actually on the starbucks cup uh is wow. uh mami wata like that's a mermaid so before before hans christian was ever anderson uh, <laughs> yamaya stories of yamaya existed stories of mami wata existed even 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 oshun came from the water so um black people have always been have always been depicted as mermaids and were depicted as mermaids before Ariel was trying to be a part of your world. Sure. So um, it, it is indeed true that a black woman can portray a mermaid because there are images of black women as mermaids. So, But yeah. even this, like the original Little Mermaid character, she is an adaptation of the book, which is, and she's nothing like the book. Mm-hmm. Like that whole story has been changed and flipped around. Mm-hmm. So y'all are mad about an adaptation about something else that it's already been like fucked with like shut the fuck up and jody benson herself the original voice of ariel re- said that that hallie killed it and in my and, and in my mind hook line and sinker no pun intended um if jody benson signed off on it like all you host can be quiet and let the girl do her thing hallie bailey can sing down who else was going to play that role you know someone someone has shown ariana grande no it's not giving there's and and the director himself said that she was the best the best the best one and when nobody else come came close i imagine who i wonder who else could have auditioned for who else auditioned for the role like excuse us next next um but the other part of this is that little black girls have been um you know recorded seeing uh the teaser trailer for the little mermaid and they have it's been the cutest thing in the world seeing these little black girls seeing themselves yes yes ariel is a mythical creature but seeing themselves as princesses seeing themselves representation surely matters and these little black girls are seeing themselves and they're realizing that my ariel is black and that means something to me um there is an argument online and and i at first i dismissed it but then i said okay it's a valid story um someone was talking about you know how these parents talk telling their kids that ariel looks like them when ariel is light-skinned um and light skin colorism still exists you know in um in cinema and at first i was like let niggas enjoy something like right. shut up you like you like we don't we don't have to do all this but then i said you know two things two things can be can be true at the same time yes colorism exists in hollywood yes halle bailey may not look like every single black girl you know that on the face of this planet but yes 
we are excited. We can be excited about the fact that Halle Bailey is playing the Little Mermaid and she's black. We can be excited about this stuff, Miss Mamas. We don't have to further divide who we are, which is which is gonna be a nice segue into this next part in a second. But we don't. We do not always have to divide who we are and and play who's black, who's blacker, um, and that's what we do. Uh, Halle Bailey's boyfriend is a rapper named DDG. Don't know what that stands for. It's not my <laughs> business. DDG said, and I quote. I mean, that's crazy. I thought I thought Martin Luther King canceled racism. Yeah, no. No. Moving right along. So, um, no, no, it's a no. Um, so, um, Princess Lang is a yes. student at USC. USC. It's the University of South California. Southern, Southern California. California. Yes. What am I talk? Southern California. So sorry. There's a Southern in there. <laughs> um, and she, uh, she, um, U- USC is a predominantly white institution, predominantly white institution, trying to get my words right. Mm. And um, she has started um, quite a ruckus. Quite a ruckus. Uh, this young lady has started her own HBC. Well, I, they keep saying HBCU, but anyway, uh, all black majorette dance group aside from the regular other dance groups in the college and they're called the cardinal the divas? cardinal divas i don't understand why because the usc uh mascot is a trojan, trojan. so that's a little interesting but it's not my business <laughs> <laughs> what do you think what are your thoughts um oh well, well so i actually i'm not what are your thoughts but so what's that what's the what's the what's the um the upset so uh a lot of and it's crazy a lot of black people are upset mm-hmm. because of the fact that they figured that she should have went to an HBCU and just joined, you know, a regular HBCU line. Um, of course, the white people are mad because, you know, why are they letting this all black group dance and all this other stuff? But I'm not even worried about that because y'all y'all always gonna have something to, something to say about that. But my thing is, why are the black people upset? First of all, she may not have gotten into HBCU. She mm. may have gotten rejected from your HBCU mm. or you know, their dance lines. Mm. She may not have had the money to go there because just because, you know, a PWI is more expensive don't mean that they, she got all the grants and scholarships to go mm-hmm. to that school. Mm-hmm. So, And so, you know, my thing is white people have dominated all spaces. They have come into our spaces 100% of the time and, you know, trying to do what we, what we do and take things from us. So why is it that we can't create spaces of, of our own in their spaces? Because they do the same thing to us. Mm-hmm. This this is a topic that is never going to end. And what I mean by that is this argument about blacks at PWIs and blacks at HBCUs. For those of you who do not know what an HBCU is, for our white listeners, an HBCU is a historically black college or university. Correct. And there are a number of those all over the country. Mainly in the South. Mainly in the South. I, d- I don't know exactly where to start with this, but because I have a lot of feelings. So um, I attended, graduated from, and now work at a PWI, the same PWI that I got my undergraduate degree from. And this was not my first choice. I did not choose Texas A&M first. My first choice was Prairie View A&M University, which is right down the street, and it is an HBCU. <coughs> I'm going <coughs> to... I'm going to be as honest as I can without being disrespectful because it's important. 
I wanted to go to Prairie View A&M University because I knew it was an HBCU. And A&M was a close second, but I wanted to run, I wanted wanted to run track at PV. Um, And when I called to, um, to check my status, my application status, because I hadn't heard anything, they said, oh, um, we can't find your transcript. I sent everything. I sent everything to Prairie View. Everything was signed, sealed, and delivered to them. There was nothing missing. I had all I, I had all my paperwork in line in order. They, we said, they said, we have the application. We just don't have your transcript. I said, well, that's unfortunate. Um, I can't remember how much it cost to, like, send a transcript, but I, I just felt like, how y'all going to lose my stuff? Right. And so I said, well, did y'all lose it? And she said, well, po- possibly. I said, well, possibly. I'm not coming here. <laughs> like, you know? And so... I was kind of I was I was down. I was upset about it, and I uh, I remember I was at rehearsal for something. I think we we're doing um, a pageant at high school, and my mom checked the mail, and it was a it was an acceptance package from Texas A and M, and they had they had they was, they was talking about some monies. They were talking about uh, a, a nice chunk of monies that mm-hmm. they was gonna give me. Right. So I didn't I said, well there's that. <laughs> I guess I'll be taking my time and talents and treasures to Texas AM University. And and I know there were people that were upset in my family because I have there are a lot of of um alumni from Prairie View. There are a lot of people who were upset. My my daycare teacher, both of them were daycare. <laughs> yeah, they were I mean they were big pillars in the community and they were very upset to find out that I did not um, choose Prairie View A&M, but in my mind, Prairie View didn't choose me right. because they it lost my stuff. And so, um, so here we are. I would be, I'd be a fool if I didn't say that there are a lot of black, there have been, I have talked to a lot of black people who have said disparaging things about uh, NHBCU, more specifically Prairie View. And it's not right. I don't. I don't think that anyone should make a disparaging remark about uh, um, another university because it's predominantly black. I've heard black people say that you know HBCUs are ghetto and and um, you know they don't they don't teach students anything, which is which is not true at all. Right. It's absolutely not true. And and I, although I've never said it, I've been around people that have said it. I've been around people who have said things like, don't go there, don't go to TSU, don't go to Prairie View, don't go to Houston Tillotson, don't go to them schools, them schools are ghetto. And <laughs> it's it's unfortunate that that's being said. And I have to make this, I have to say this, but you know, in a in a way, way lesser uh, um, uh, rate, uh, what, I'm losing words today, y'all. So. I've heard black people at HBCUs say things like, oh, black people at PWIC, they're better than us. They're, they act like they're white, you know, they're Oreos and stuff like that. I've heard it. Not to the to a lesser degree. That's the word. Yeah, to a lesser degree. There's the word. I'm coming. I got a degree and don't know how to say the you word. You got today. it. <laughs> so there's there's that. But that, ar- that argument or that statement has not been made as much as black people from PWIs thinking that they're better or saying that people black people at HBCUs are worse. I've heard that more. And so I understand that. So people on Twitter are argue, have been arguing for for as long as Twitter's been been around, you know, about black people who think that they're better, you know, because they attended a PWI, which I have I have heard it. But you cannot use what you heard a handful of people say and base that and, and use that to, you know, to characterize every single black person that went to a PWI. 
because that's not right. So when Miss Mamas, you know, decided to do this team, um, I knew that there was going to be some flack. But people were saying she should have went to an HBCU then. The operative word, should have. Girl, it's over. <laughs> like, right, it's, like, it's too late. Like, so, so what you what do you mean? Should I should I should I transfer? Should I should I transfer? And all of these experiences that I've had at this university, you're telling me. So let me go ahead. Well, you know what, y'all right. Let me go ahead and transfer. It's done. Miss Mamas is already there. She's right. thriving and at she, USC. And he, she might not have like had the money to go to like because she. Say for instance, she was from California. Where's the nearest HBCU from there? And people people on Twitter were t- were trying to navigate. You know that well, she could have went here by way of here. Mind your fucking business. She doesn't have to go to an HBCU to do what she wants to do. And you're right, what you said, Josh. People have to create spaces. And like it, I, I there have been plenty of of um, organizations that have started here at Texas University. Now I understand that 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 you know um, majorette dancing is is something that's a part of HBCU. HBCU culture, if if we want to, you know, say that it is. I mean, you know, we, you and I, we love most of the, all of the dance teams we love are from HBCUs. Correct. They they definitely are, and and I understand that. But you're not going to stop a black woman from dancing the way she wants to dance, and that's to me that's that's the what that's the bottom line of it. If a if a black woman who is is at a is at a university of her choice. And if that choice happens to be a, a PWI, she can dance however the fuck she wants to dance. And there's nothing you can do about it but be online and tweeting. There's nothing that you – are you are you going to USC? Don't let me not say that because I, we need to make sure we protect black women. But also someone was talking about gatekeeping and protecting black women. This is a fucking black woman too. Right. Like she's a black woman, so protect her as well. And people talk about – someone, someone – I, I screenshotted her, but I didn't want to – she said, you know – they taken uh, they already took fraternities and sororities and I said right. and I said I I, I tweeted her, I said Miss Mamas my fraternity was founded at Cornell University in Ithaca New York a P W W W W I so shut up Kappa Alpha Psi I believe was also founded at um at a white at a at a predominantly white institution I believe um, these, <laughs> y'all really don't know y'all's history. You know, now the reason why Alpha Phi Alpha was found, was founded, which it was the first, so mind your business. Wow. It was, it was founded <laughs> at a, at a PWI because black people weren't allowed to join, uh, these white fraternities. So they're like, well, we're going to start our own. Right. And so even though the conversation might've been different with, with Miss Mama's, you know, um, princess, you know, and her friends, they might not have wanted to do you know the you know the right, cheer yeah. they they the want to like cheering. we want to we want to we want to pop our purses you know and okay. and and we want to do it and we want to smile and we want to be front and center and that's okay if we can if we do it because we can do it and there's nothing that y'all can say about it there's nothing that y'all can do to stop this woman from dancing and for and from rec- and for recruiting people to do what what she's doing and also like stepping stepping is 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 black as shit black you as know shit. and it it happens, you know. You there are step shows at at, at, at predominantly white institutions. I, I get it though. I understand that you feel like things are being taken from HBCUs. But as long as the money is there, honey, as long as the enrollment is up, as long as the professors are teaching, as long as your girls are bucking down and your football teams are winning all the matches, 
nothing is being nothing is being taken from you. Your school th- to me, when you say something is being taken from an HBCU, that is saying that those schools don't have power. That's saying that you don't have the power to continue to generate, you know, the um the spirit of of HBCU culture. Like that's what that's saying to me. No one is taking that from you. No one is saying, you know what? Let's snatch this from H- from HBCUs, and they'll have nothing. That's what somebody was saying. Someone was saying, like, next thing you know, they'll be taking this. They're already taking our major at dancing. That's not what's bringing in the dollars, Miss Mamas. That's if you want to be all. real about that's 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 alumni not giving back. That's well. what it looked like. You know, that's 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 well, that's not the only problem. There, let's be very clear. I'm 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 being a little flippant, but let's be very clear. There 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 is there's a lot of state and government you know funding you know that is not you know given to HBCUs and it's unfair it's un, it's it's unjust um but beyond that y'all have to continue and when I say y'all I mean HBCU alumni y'all have to continue to pour into your universities you have to continue to pour into your schools you have to continue to promote you know black culture but what I don't like I don't like this feeling of people looking down on someone who attended a HB uh, a PWI and saying that you know we're Uncle Tom's and and you know we shuck and jive. I went where the money was at. Right. I went where and I'm and I'm and and if if nothing else, like I was affirmed in my blackness. You know you know now it's it's stuff that I probably wouldn't have had to deal with. You know, but you deal with stuff everywhere. So I'm thinking. Here's another thing. Here's another thing I thought about, and and not and I I didn't post this. I didn't post about any of these things on social media, but like being black and gay, and a man, in and of itself, is already a, is it's a struggle. It's a and whole so, lot of struggle. You know, I the first time I was ever made aware, you know, I was ever called gay was by black people. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes, like I think that for me, um when I would go to PV and stuff like that, I was always cautious because I, I could walk around Texas A&M all day, all day long and, and no white person would ever like call me a faggot or, or something like that. But <laughs> I've been in spaces, I've been in black spaces, especially HBCUs where I was called a faggot or I was looked at, you know, funny because I was seen as, as, as you know, as gay. And so I, 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 only, I only say that because there are challenges everywhere. It, you know, because the, I guess because someone was saying that, you know, y'all wouldn't have to endure so so much, you know, heat or hatred if you would just, you know, stick to HBCUs. But it's like, girl, it's there, too. Like you you deal with you deal with all kinds of stuff and in, in all kinds of places. And so I, I just think that people are talking out of the side of their neck. People are also saying, you know, um, like she should have she should have went to HBCU. Well, she didn't. She didn't. She didn't. Sure. And and she didn't go and shout out to all of the HBCUs and majorette dance teams and things like that. The dogs. Like, like <laughs> yeah. It's 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 not a, it's not enough that people people need to see and witness the culture and it's beautiful. Um but when you're gatekeeping, you you shouldn't be gatekeeping from other black people, you know. And and the last part I'm going to say about that is what are you going to do about it? She already got her team. She's already there. And I I hope that she doesn't I hope that she doesn't buckle, you know, to you know or you know to the the things that she's hearing and seeing online. Um and everyone has an opinion and a high take. I we, we have yeah. a high take right now too, but at the end of the day, the woman has her podcast. I mean, had a podcast. Yes. Has her dance team <laughs> and 
you bitching about it on Twitter is going to do absolutely nothing. And nothing. that must make you feel powerless because she going to do what the fuck she want to do. So, Child, um, but the good thing about this story is that Coach Diana Williams. She did. She did. She on. has vowed to help the team out and to coach them, yeah. get, teach them new steps and all yeah. this other stuff. And if you don't know who that is, she is the coach of the uh, DD4L, the dolls of the, you know, the little majorette kids that if you've seen the Bring It show on TLC. Mm-hmm. She is the coach on that show, and she's a very prominent, well-known, you know, <laughs> very influential person in the majorette community. Hashtag buck or die. Buck or die. <laughs> and she has vowed to help these girls out so they can only go up from here. That's right. That's right. And we are black, and we're going to be black. It's, you know, it's not, it's not just it's not just HBCU, PWI. It's also, did you go to college? Did you not go to college? Like, we look down on each other. Like, yeah. like black people do that so fucking much. And we got to, we don't, we don't even remember where it comes from. We, but it, it's, it's, it's all a part of colonialism. It's all a part of white supremacy. It's all a part of patriarchy. Like all Pitting this stuff. black people against each other to make them weaker because we can't fight what's really oppressing Absolutely. us, which is the white people. People were online so, like, so incensed by what was going on. But like, if we, I tell you what, if we had a conversation about, about the mistreatment of, of queer people in the black community, we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to have those conversations. But but I'm just glad she's doing her thing. And we're glad she is in college. In first college. Of all. Yeah. Like, you know, be glad because she had school. The girl, I mean, yeah, but, but I, I guess, okay, last, last time I'm going to say this, like <laughs> the, the whole she should have, it's like, Bitch, what? So should she have been like, oh, they're online. They're saying I, I should have went to an HBCU. I guess I better pack up my bags and and head on down to Beverly so I can uh, <laughs> so I can get be a, I need to go. I need to to now. If so, what y'all telling me? Y'all want this woman to to my she what she should have done. So the fact that she's here and she's already in it, like th- what now? What next? What now? I feel like Azalea Banks. So what? So what's next? So anyway, next, um, Rihanna has been. Um, it's been announced that Rihanna is headlining the Super Bowl coming up in 2023. And I have a qualm. You have a qualm. What is your? Qualm? I don't understand how. First of all, we were supposed to get an album from Rihanna about two or three years ago. So, girl, what are you about to perform at the motherfucking Super Bowl? Ponder replay because I don't want to no, hear it. She's or she's, see it. I tell you what, I don't know what she's going to perform, but she's going to do it um, wearing Fenty Beauty. <laughs> she's going to come out with a whole case full of Fenty Beauty and mm. fucking body butters and shit. It's going to be body butters galore <laughs> at the Super Bowl. And, you know, body lobs and shit. Mm. I, I, girl, I don't, I don't want it. Like, give us new music. This is not what we asked for. We now, asked for a new album. Now, be clear. Her, She has... She has hits. She does. And she's going to perform at that show. She is. I've also seen her live in concert, and I was underwhelmed. So, oh. um, girl, give us new music before you, you take it on these big ventures and stuff like that. Girl, you <laughs> promised us a new album, and it's supposed to have already been finished years ago, mm-hmm. and you are now focusing on Fenty Beauty, which is great. So if you're going to focus on Fenty Beauty, don't give us nothing music-related unless it's a new album. Yeah. Thank you. You know, Artists are interesting. Um, you know, she, you don't get any money for performing at the Super Bowl, allegedly. Now, I say all that, 
I'm not gonna let y'all sit up here and tell me that Beyonce didn't get a coin. Child, Beyonce don't perform nowhere with it unless there's okay. money involved. Let me tell you, they say that 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 you know you don't get paid to perform at the Super Bowl. What y'all what what y'all didn't do is hold my sis. I know that there was a bag and that bag no no she, there was not even a bag. She brought an Ivy Park bag before Ivy Park was even a thing, <laughs> and she was like, "Here, put this put 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 it in here." Big bills, please. Thanks. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, and people talk about it's the exposure. She was already. She, she is she's the had, top. She is the exposure. She okay? is the industry. <laughs> what are you talking about? So, so, um, but no, I was going to say that a lot of these celebrities are moving so differently now. They're, they're about the endorsements. They're about, you know, the moments, you know, I mean, just to be clear, you know, Beyonce, not talking bad about it, you know, I, we, we're stands down, but Beyonce put out this visual, I mean, she put out this album, and there have been no visuals, no you know, visuals. and I know that Tiffany & Co. is um, putting out some type of visual on the 6th of next month, and so it it seems like, it would seem that she wouldn't put out anything before that to hurt that campaign, something, she's, she's gonna, you know, wait. It, these celebrities are lining up their dollars with corporations and companies, and I, I I guess it's smart because they're trying to put the bag first, you know, and it just seems so. It just seems weird to me. I, I don't want to use any 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 other words, but it just seems weird to me that this this is how celebrities line up their dollars now. And I guess it makes sense because they went what two years, two and a half years without touring. So I guess it makes sense to make sure to put the dollars up front. Um, and align with these companies and corporations and doing these these promotions because I'm I'm gonna say I saw I saw some of the pieces that um, Beyonce was modeling for Tiffany and one of them was a bracelet it's a pretty it's a, it's a simple bracelet I believe it's it's sterling silver and uh, and gold that that bracelet that bracelet was ten thousand dollars sir right uh, no 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 no. $30,000. Thirty thousand dollars. Thirty thousand dollars. We, who is your fan base, girl? <laughs> like, yeah. like, I mean, your celebrity friends, I guess, you know, are, are the ones buying it. But that's yeah. the, that's that's the thing. And and like I said, I don't. I'm not making. I hope one day Beyonce takes us somewhere with her. But but I I, I have, I just feel that it's it's interesting because the her. Her her fan base, her hardcore fan base, are not purchasing anything from Tiffany, not like that. Right. Like keychains are expensive. I, I went to I went to um so there's a there's a suitcase there's a, a luggage company or I don't know, I, I think they're no they're, they're just luggage uh called uh Goyard, um, sure. And they they you know I, first time I ever heard the um the name was when um Lupe Fiasco was rapping about it. And he has some Goyard trunks, you know. I think Jay Z has made the same reference to some trunks. These are suitcases mm. by this company, and so I was like, you know, I had got I had got my little cute little check last month. I was like, give me a little Goyard keychain so people think I'm, you know, I'm fancy. I went to the website to mm. um, just you know just to peruse, peruse. Yes. a Goyard keychain. A Goyard keychain has a retail value of three hundred and fifty dollars, which my 
<laughs> I ain't got nothing on that keychain that, that's worth all that. It girl. better find your keys every Let, time you leave. It better listen. walk out. Sure. It better wake me up in the morning and say, bitch, it's time to go to work. Make the coffee. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, yeah. So, I w- did not purchase it. So, I, I went. I did the same thing with Tiffany. Went to, to look about look at uh, keychains. <laughs> Moving right along. Can't afford none of that. Tiffany um, can't afford a girl named Tiffany. Child. Ain't even interested in a girl named Tiffany. There child. You go. But speaking of Tiffany, uh, Tiffany so, Haddish. Look at all these segues. Child. Yeah, segues. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany Haddish was in hot hash browns with um, <laughs> Aries Spears. Aries Spears. And no relation to Britney. He is, well, I guess I know him from Mad TV back in the Dizay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't see him? You don't remember him from Mad TV? You know, that's the funny thing about me is I don't remember that young man. I, I remember him, yeah, yeah, because yeah, he had a lot of skits with Deborah Wilson. Oh, I do know her. Yeah, I do we, know her. Yeah. Um, so Tiffany Haddish and Aries Spears um, made a made a little a little a little funny. They they, they thought they it was thought a little, it was little, funny. a little video, essentially um, making fun of leaving this man the her, her children alone with this uh, child molester essentially basically yes. yeah and it was the way i i unfortunately did see some of it i did too. um and it for me it was the way that it, it was the way that he was looking at the children was just so disgusting right, it was intentionally nasty, it was very and, nasty. Na- and, and just gross Ugh. And um, I'm upset. And and child, the the whole World Wide Web has been on their heads. And um, didn't they play like an R. Kelly song? During they did. The, see, yes, they did. They did. It, it was meant to be nasty, but like that, there's nothing funny about that. There's nothing funny about potentially harming or or d- depicting someone potentially harming a child. And that people will say, well, he's a comedian. This shit's not funny. Right. It, it's never going to be funny to me. Like, this shit's never been funny to me. And if you think that if that's part of your humor, then you need help. So um, the aftermath, uh, the, the charges have been dropped um, against Tiffany Haddish and Ari Spears and Tiffany. Wait, because well, first of all, the charges were brought on because the parent of the child in the video mm-hmm. Uh, file charges saying that you know they put their child in danger and all sort of stuff but it got real weird because she dropped the charges and said that she believed that her child was never in danger and all sort of stuff but in the midst of her like in this lawsuit it caused Tiffany Haddish to lose all her deals and you know jobs and shit like that and she some uh, reporter found her in like in the airport and you know he asked her how did she feel because you know the lawsuit is over, and she was like, "I lost everything." Well, girl, you made a nasty ass video that shouldn't have been out for nobody to see. It should have been made in the first place. And that's what it looked like. That's what it looked like. So I mean, like. like, why would you think that was cool in the first place? Like everybody know, like R. Kelly is nasty. Why would you use that song? The filthy. And then why would you depict an older man, the man period, praying like potentially praying on a child? Like that is disgusting. And child, yeah. even if you didn't mean anything by it, you should still lose everything that you got. Mm-hmm. I don't feel sorry for you. You should have felt sorry for the situation you put that child in. I, I just, to me, it's like a, not even a lapse in judgment. It's just like, how the fuck did you think that was funny? Right. Like, to, and, and if if I'm being honest, 
because fuck Ari Spears, Ari Spears. Um, we are moving into a. I I am moving into a place where I'm <laughs> I'm trying so hard to not say bad things about people, but in my mind, the way he was playing that, I don't believe he's a good actor. I, I've never thought he was. I don't think he's. I don't find him particularly funny. Uh, and I feel like you know you got to watch out for people who 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 place in skits like that because to me there's always a shred of truth. Yeah. In that, not not truth in that he's ever done something, but 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 truth in the mentality. To, yeah, he maybe you know, thought about it. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you even think any that about that? Is gross. Like, it's That's not funny. Disgusting. Um, and and I I I I don't I think I remember I know his name I, sh- I surely know his name, mm-hmm. but um the way that everything was happening with him and, and the Lizzo thing right he's already been hot shit because of Lizzo yeah so um you know Tiffany Haddish I, you know if she finds work she finds work um and it's gonna be what's gonna be do I think that people are are coerced into into saying into taking back their statements and things like that absolutely. Um, hell, Ricky Martin's nephew um, filed a lawsuit against him for for sexual misconduct, and then you know recanted his story, and now he back telling the same story. It's like child people out here wild, you know. Right. But but my innocent until proven guilty. I guess I'm just keep it at that because my thing is, well, no, if I can, if I'm gonna give that that that, that energy to, to uh, Aerie Spears, um, I can give it to Ricky Martin too. Sometimes. It makes you wonder, you know, is there a a, a a a sliver of truth in that? Because it just seems a little fishy. Yeah. Um, but what's know. funny to me is that she's talking about she don't talk to Aries no more. Like, girl, I, like don't pin this all on him. I'm like, like to distance herself from him. Right. Like, girl, you you were in the video. You are just as much involved in it. So, girl, don't act like you too good to talk to him. I mean, I guess, you know, if something happened between y'all, then that's another thing. But don't distance yourself like you trying to put it everything on him. You is much to blame. Very much so. And, you know, I, I hope that I hope that this is a a um I hope that this is a lesson learned for her. And um I hope that she gets to a place where she um is happy and healthy and doing what she loves to do i don't wish the same for for um Aries spears i said his name 17 t- different times and i don't know i don't know how to pronounce his name <laughs> Aries spears Aries spears i don't i don't wish the same for him um and i could care less about either or moving right along um, the the governor of florida um and texas and the governor of texas um have been in a kerfluffle. Okay. Um, for um, they've been basically dropping people off down at Martha's Vineyard. These uh, migrants. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's it's they, they 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 the girls say it's illegal to do what they did. Um, do yeah. you know? Do you know anything about that? I just know like a small sliver of a piece, but they're s- sending these uh, migrants on buses and flying them on planes. Promising them f- like there's going to be work and all sort of stuff like they're supposed to be getting opportunities, but they're shipping them for political, you know, propaganda. It's you know people think this is power. This, this is what this is what gets me. People have been. I feel like Donald Trump really he set 
he created some dangerous um I, gosh words are so escaping me but he's made it dangerous for people out for his followers out here and i'm gonna tell you why because they see you know um if i'm not mistaken i think desantis was like oh well since y'all the left love the you know love uh migrants so much we'll just dump them there let them take care of them i think that was the mentality yeah. behind it yeah people see that as power people see being you know saying things like fox fox tried uh johnny bravo i guess they think that that's you know that that's that's it's catchy you know being so covert they think that that's power that's not power that's cowardice yeah like it's 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 stupid so that's like it's like a mm, i want to use a good reference but i don't want it to be disrespectful to anybody but it's like when when a when a you know when two parents can't get it together um and you know one of them drops the the baby off with the other parent with no diapers and no formula and like well you said you this to that so so you it's your turn to handle it right and it's like but what is that doing that's that that's showing that you don't know you have no compassion for human beings for human lives and so what you're going to do is you're going to say i'm a but that's what they've always done they've always tried to dump their problems on other people like that's 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 what conservative republicans do they 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 dump their problems on other people now i i honestly i could not care less about either party i i i do what i need to do when it's t when it comes time to vote right, i do that us. i do i do what i need to do but i'm not gonna sit up here and be like you know yeah i can't believe this because baby the these political parties are both they use us as pawns in their in their you know in the grand scheme of things they're using us as pawns and and photo ops and and stories and stuff i mean hell a home girl that did the wakanda forever neil um <laughs> um she's still on my list um and that's a shit list not any other kind of list it's just well, a shit list it's just a list of people that i just don't i'm like you ain't shit um that's probably not nice to say um oh well but anyway because i i believe that everybody can can be not shit um, this is true. I mean, but, uh, it's also good to call it out. You know, if they uh, can prove themselves not to be shit, then they can move to be moved to another list. Moving on. Yep. In in moving on, mm -hmm. uh, we're asking Nia Long to just move on. Nia Long was um, was was um, married to uh, one Ime Adoka. Yeah. Udoka and um he who is a a coach mm. basketball coach of the Celtics I think it's the Boston Celtics yeah, yes okay. indeed come on athletes and sports <laughs> um and allegedly Ime cheated on his wife with um someone who on the staff of the, the staff Celtics. of the Celtics yes. yes and the internet is ablaze because not Nia Long my question is why not Nia Long? Anybody child they Beyonce got cheated on, first of all. Put that into perspective. Perspective is my favorite word. Um Yeah, it's 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 sad, you know, that this happens, you know, it, but it's also sad when things are so public and you know, things get really, really nasty, um, and everyone has an opinion about what happened and why and why Nia Long, why not Nia Long and this, that and the other. But this is a woman who has two children, you know, and they have two children together. And so um, we got I, I feel for her. I feel for her kids. 
Um, I don't. I didn't put it past him. It, it doesn't matter who it is. You're right. I mean, child, people cheat. They'll cheat their way to the top. They truly will. Round and around. But I don't know if I agree because he was fired from the Celtics. Mm-hmm. He was suspended. I don't know if I too much agree with that because they say they claim it goes against their code of conduct. What is my personal life and what I'm doing have to do with the team? I can I can I can help you with that. It will help me. So so at at this institution we have um in higher education in general we have um a clause called Title Nine. Mm-hmm. And I've it, heard. yeah, and yeah. it prohibits it prohibits us from it it prohibits faculty and staff from engaging in sexual relationships with students. And so Although we're all adults, it could lead to other problems. It could lead to other issues with, you know, just 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 a lot of uh, there's a there's so much there's not gray area. There's so many factors involved, and so I see it like that. You know, I see it like you know, it's a conflict of interest as well. You know, like when you work right. for some someone and you're engaged in a sexual relationship or whatever have you. You know, then sometimes feelings get involved and. And people end up leaving, you know, and sometimes people leave, you know, you know, in, they, leave, they leave roles where they're needed. And so they're like, you know what, we're trying to keep people here. We ain't trying to have, you know, you know, no lovers quarrels in this space. So you got to go, you know. And so, yeah, I mean, so, I guess it yeah. makes sense because they both work for the Celtics. Yeah. So, you know, I, I guess if he was messing with somebody like outside of the organization, I guess I would have a more of a problem with it. But it does make sense because they both work for the Celtics and it makes sense. A bad reflection on the organization. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So there's, there's, there's that. Um, speaking of people who get cheated on, you mentioned the name, but wow, um, it's the fans who have been cheated on because we <laughs> haven't received visuals for this amazing body of work that I have just recently been able to stop listening to for a few hours. Um, Talking about Beyonce, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Beyonce is um, apparently preparing to um, release tour dates for a summer tour. Yes, 2023. Child, sell your kidneys, sell your sperm, your ovaries, your sell eggs. Your sperm. And your children. Because, child, I got mm-hmm. them. T- these tickets are going to be, I think they're going to be up there. Yeah, I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm hoping that nothing is announced in the next few weeks because. Well, not. I hope, I'm hoping tour dates are not announced in the next few weeks because <laughs> I I have to stack up. I was doing good and then I went crazy, but I want to. I mean, I might have told y'all this story already. I was planning on going to a Beyonce concert. Was really excited about it, and my some of my family members. Long, very very long story short, I got I got hyped about going to this this concert and ended up not being able to go because um, my family got tickets for someone else. So this time, um, I do want to, I do plan on going with my friends, but I'm going to get my ticket. I'm going to get my ticket. I want to go with Josh. And, yep. and, you know, there are a couple other friends that, that I mentioned would, would, that would, might go with us, but I'm not going to wait for anyone. Child who? I'm not going to wait. For <laughs> okay. I'm not waiting for anyone to, um, to buy my tickets because when, those dates are announced. My God, hopefully not until after October. Um, I will be there. I don't care what bills ain't getting paid. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to move some things around. Sure I've been saving money 
um, every every month, you know. So I'm 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 preparing myself, you know. I I'll I'll drop a I might I personally for a ticket for myself. Mm-hmm. How much are you willing to pay? Uh, answer your question first. Don't come to me. I might I might drop a thousand. Oh, I ain't doing that. No, I'm saying like I mean I'll I'll I'll, I'll drop a thousand mm-hmm. if I know it's coming with a lot of things. You know, but I'm hoping it'd be somewhere in the like four hundred dollar range. Right, I, I'm you know. saying three to four. Like I've spent three hundred dollars. Like I remember, I think the last two times that I've mm-hmm. like three hundred dollars. Like and those, well, the first time I spent three hundred dollars, I was front row. Yeah, but that three hundred dollars that next time didn't go nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Child, I was in the raft. You the back at the very back. I mean, I went in the back, back, but I, I was like on the first tier of the of the risers and stuff like that. So I could still see it was very close, and it was good because she walked. Around the whole goddamn building. She better walk around the whole building this time. Uh, but I, I, I will, uh, I will, I, I will do four hundred. You know what? I, I'll, I see your four hundred, and I'll say, <laughs> I would do four hundred and have at least two hundred for merchandise because I know her shit gonna be expensive. I usually spend a hundred dollars on merch every time I go, like, because yeah. them shirts be thirty dollars, and I usually buy like three shirts, yeah. and then there's a hundred dollars right there. Yep, yep. Come on, man. Um, so yeah, Beyonce, we're waiting. We're ready. Um, we're not ready. Wait. Well, no, we're not ready. <laughs> waiting for. We're ready for this. Uh, these uh, visuals. visuals please. Thank so you. So if you could, um, get we need it, a get whole it. video anthology. Let's let's get it going. Um, I'm, I'm multitasking. I was doing my Duolingo because I'm not gonna miss my streak. Um, <laughs> that's not going. Do we need to go on pause? Nah, we need to go on pause because we almost done, Haney. Um, <laughs> so, um. Speaking of almost done, Tory Lanez uh, <laughs> my God. is almost done. Uh, well, he's done in my book. He's Matter of fact, done I, ever nah. since Megan, I don't care what he say, he shot her. Anyway, next. Tory Lanez, um, he, oh gosh, he slapped the entanglements out of uh, August Alcina. I think he punched him, actually. He did. Um, punched August Alcina for not speaking to him. Um, they had beef. Um, uh, they had beef that had to do with what Tory Lanez was saying about um, him and Jada Pinkett Smith. And August didn't think it was cool what he said. And so when Tory went to speak to him, August didn't look at him, turned the other way, and went walking. And then uh, apparently, Tory ran back uh, to where August Alcina was and punched him in his face. And August Alcina posted a bloody picture of him in, in an elevator, I think. Um, I don't know why he did that. I felt the need to do that. But I guess maybe to show how violent uh, this man is. Yeah. Um, Short man complex. Very, 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 very that. Very that. Um, Tory Lanez, to me, is someone. He is straight black male's um, excuse to, to be silly and act, to act stupid. Um it's 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 black straight black males you know reason to uh be unreasonable um so tory lanes um you know as you mentioned earlier allegedly shot megan the stallion in and in the foot and uh that i was gonna say something about that 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 rapper the baby uh decided that this was his opportunity uh, just recently to say that uh, he, he had, had sex, sex with, with Megan Thee Stallion multiple times the, the the day before 
um, she got shot. I don't know what that does for someone, but I do believe he was promoting a new album or a new song or something Probably. like that. Probably. My thing is you had to use Megan's name to get, you know, recognition. Cause That's the gag. First of all, like, your shows aren't selling, like, because they just had to cancel a show in New Orleans because you only sold 500 tickets for a stadium. And so they canceled that shit. But, you know, why are you using somebody else's name to, like, get views and to get likes and shit like that and to get notoriety? Like, and what good does it do to say that you had sex with Megan? Like, if it's true, you a hoe because you opened your mouth about it. If it's not mm-hmm. true, you a hoe for lying. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, it's, yeah, you're right. That's what it is. That That's, people need publicity. You know, he's, I think he's got a, he's got a, um, a album coming out, some songs coming out. And so he needs that controversy. Like, that, that stuff, it, it's, it's crazy. These, these days, artists aren't talented. They just, they, they, they drum up clout. That's what they do. Yeah. Like, like. I don't find him to be particularly talented. There's a lot of artists who I don't find to be particularly talented, but they can cause confusion. They can they can cause drama. They'll go toe to toe with you on social media, cussing you out because they know that it's gonna be posted in the shade room yeah. and it's gonna drive more attention to who they are. That like, child, we on to y'all. Music speak for itself. We on to y'all. Like y'all, y'all are yeah. So anyway, um, well, there's there's that um, for our. Our um, pop shit segment. Yeah, that's good. Thanks. All right. So we're going to take a little break. Take a little break. We'll be right back. Hey, hey. All right. So we are back after a little bio break, you know. Um, and wow. <laughs> I just, I kind of wanted to, not kind of wanted to, but I want to talk about um, some things that I've been going through and 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 josh i want to hear from you um i have been in this space where um i'm working on forgiveness and really diving deep into what that means for me personally and it's been it's been interesting i've been um What's the word? I can tell you, words ain't been my friend this 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 evening. But yeah. <laughs> um, mending mending friendships, mending relationships, and not only doing doing that, but also reevaluating relationships and the relationships that serve me and the relationships that might not serve me. The relationships that I think um, are you know should be revived. And maybe relationships that need to be dead to the bitch. Mm. Um, the past few weeks have been pretty healing. It's been a it's it's been busy, and and in in the fact that it's been busy has been really hard. But um, I've been able to reconcile with some people um, that I I think I thought I think we were always gonna reconcile. I, I won't even say reconcile. We we got to you know to put some things. Um, on the table, some things were put into perspective, and um, I realized that you can apologize to someone and still feel how you feel, yep. or st- or still feel that you know I I didn't like how that made me feel, but I'm sorry for uh, the things that I did and the things that I said because they hurt you. 
not because I didn't think I don't think that they were true or not because they made me feel a certain way but um they because they did make me feel a certain way so but but I, I recognize that you know sometimes when I'm hurt I go full force you know and Same, and, and and I I sometimes I put myself in situations where um the person that hurt me doesn't get an opportunity to explain themselves or I, I don't give them the benefit of the doubt and so I'm I'm in that place and I'm in that place because um I deserve forgiveness too you know and I deserve to forgive myself for things that I've done um to other people but also I deserve peace in my life and I haven't had a lot of peace these past few months these past few months have been war um but I was I was just looking at this um, TikTok. It's crazy. I make fun of social media. I use all of them, but but TikTok sometimes they have gems. They do. Um, and there was this um, this woman who said, "It's okay to grieve the choices that you've made for yourself." And she said, "Sometimes we have to grieve the choices that we made for ourselves." And one of those choices that I have been slow to grieve because I it still feels surreal was getting married and I'll, I'll explain that like I'm not I don't I don't I, I'm happy to be married but what I'm grieving is I'm grieving um letting go of my parents and mm. I can't believe I even just said that right now <laughs> like but you know because there's a part of me that's like those are my only parents you know um if something happened to, you know, my partner, heaven forbid, you know, then what? But I don't want to feel like that. I don't want to think like that. I don't want to think that, you know, if something happens to my partner, then what? You know, because that's that that's saying that I never knew how to take care of myself. I never knew how to walk on, and stand on my own two feet. And so um, it's not just my parents. It's people who think that they know better. They know what's best for me. Um, and I'm living your life mm -hmm. and grieving it, I guess so I, I'm all in in this marriage I'm all in but I will say that what's kept me from fully um, just fully just being present is this idea that you know something could happen to my parents one day and you know I miss I'm gonna miss Thanksgiving meals I miss Christmas meals Right now, like my 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 mom is she's cool, like on on me, like she's she's mo she's living her life, and she's always lived her life though. My father has always lived his life. I haven't always lived my life. I haven't always been able to fully live my life, to live my life in fullness, you know, and in my own truth, because I've been living for them. I got a. <laughs> I got a phone. No, it was a text message from one of my cousins who saw a status I posted. I I, I got to be careful posting statuses, but I posted a status basically saying that whenever I got married, my siblings supported me. And um, very long story short regarding this this text message conversation, I have a, my cousin, um, in so many words, let me know that the, the whole family knows and that uncles are talking. I have this uncle who... He, t he he has a lot to say all the time and but, but what's so interesting is that people have talked they've talked about me but they've never spoken to me mm. 
That's and weird. you know, the thing is, I could say that people have been on Facebook and saw stuff and then they told everybody else, but I'm almost sure that my father told my uncle, his brother, my uncle, mm-hmm. and my uncle is the one who told his sister and my and um, my aunt told her children. I'm that I I could be wrong because I'm often wrong, but I'm almost sure because old folks like that ain't on they, my my old folks ain't on Facebook <laughs> like that, and I, I mean it endearingly, you know. Right. You know yeah. um, they not on Facebook like that, but I, I think that my dad probably went to his brother and then of course my uncle he tells everybody everybody stuff so i'm i'm also we also have the kind of family that whenever bad things happen they still expect you to show up to family dinners and stuff like that a lot of black people do that they do it's a it's a this is a black people thing yes you know this (laughs) you're still supposed to show up no matter what the fuck is happening in the family you're gonna be there at christmas and thanksgiving you're gonna be there but no surely will not listen one thing i learned about you (laughs) (laughs) i do not mind chill um because you know but but that's one of the reasons why but even though when you and i started doing friendsgiving i still went home to my parents and so um i'm gonna be real with you it's scary it's it's scary for me to think that you know um, I'm making this decision, um, you know, to be with my partner and and not my family anymore. But he has become my family. I, I just so I'm grieving that decision that I'm making. And I'm not grieving it because I'm like, I'm not I'm not like, oh, damn, Eli, you know, like I'm not. It's not like that. It's me saying that this is going this hurts. It hurts me to make this decision. It hurts me to. um to feel, you know, that I'm going to miss out on, on family moments. Um, but, but it's the, it's the decision that I'm making. So. Right. I, but you're I, only making a decision because your parents have made a decision. True. True. You wouldn't have to make that decision had they not had to make theirs. True. So, you know, very you were, true. They forced your hand. Um, and so this, this segment might be not so much about forgiveness, but just family, just family dynamics and, and um really just grieving um a, a life you know without them i went to a football game uh on friday to watch my cousin coach football and his mom was there and his mom and my mom are very close they are <laughs> they are very close um and um but when i when i walked up to him he said congratulations dog and he, I said, man, Ricky, you know, and he said, you know what? No. He said, as long as you're happy, then I'm happy. And when I was nervous, to, so his mom called me. His mom called me and to surpri- she wanted me to surprise him by coming to the game. And when she called me, like, there was this warmth in her voice. She was just like, hey. It reminded me of my mom, you know, and she was telling me, you know, I, you know, we coming into town. I know you're going to surprise your, your, your cousin. Right. You know, and she's right. If, if, if they come to town, I, I, I would always try to surprise people who, who are here. Well, not always. I'm lying. <laughs> I, I, I love him, you know, so I, I definitely want to surprise him. Um, but um, I was afraid when I got to when I got there. I saw her and I'm not a fool. I know everybody knows, right? But I, she didn't ask any questions. But she said, "You doing all right?" And that that question that she asked me, it let me know, right? You know that she she knew. know. And so she hugged me, you know. But we just talked, and me and her, like, so I mean, 
we never like like I'm, I was talking to her like an adult, and it's so weird because like we never she was she she always saw me as little Dustin, you know, um, but when we talked, we, I was just I was telling her some of the things that was on my mind about life, and she was telling me some stuff, and we were just rapping, and I was like, it's crazy to I felt acceptance from her. I'm not saying she accepts you know Rarely. decisions I've made, but like I haven't had those conversations with my parents, you know I, we. we it's still whenever I would talk to my mom about stuff, you know, um, as a, as an adult, she still kind of sees me as a kid, you know, um, because and I think a lot of ways in her mind because I didn't get married to a woman and I don't have children, I'm still kind of in that <laughs> in that in between, you know. So mm-hmm. um, when my cousin like when when she we talked and she gave me a hug and you know, she told me she loved me, like those are things that I wish my mom would say to me, you know, um, and. So I'm the forgiveness part is me forgiving myself because I I get nervous like I almost I, I wanted to take my ring off you know when I saw my cousin because I didn't want her to ask any questions and I did take it off for a second and then I put it back on because I was like we here yeah like we're here and if you're I, I think what 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 I'm afraid of is that is the disappointment in me in me being like yeah I'm married you know and someone be like oh you know who is she what's her name and I'm like his name, you know, right, it's a, you I know, mean, um, I, I think that disappointment scares me even in the, and that disappointment. That's all it is. It's just disappointment. It's not going to kill me, but not, I, but I think it will. Yeah, sometimes, they, I you mean, know? And they ain't paying your bills. Child. They're definitely not paying my bills. You know, <laughs> if they want to pay my bills, the cash app is there well. available to them. But, um, but I'm forgiving myself. Um, I'm forgiving myself for allowing pain to, separate me from from great relationships for uh, for allowing you know um fear to keep me from you know being around people you know one of the people that i've forgiven is uh you know my 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 friend david i know how you feel but you know there and there's still some things there that i'm working on but he and i have something that's it's deep, you know, but I feel like if we if we hadn't if I hadn't left if I hadn't left Austin, you know, I might be still driving Scooter Buddha. Scooter Buddha with the with the broken handles. You know, you have to roll the window down to reach out there. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like And then you would have never met your husband. Child I would have never child be st- who knows, child. Oh God. <laughs> um, you know, so even though what happened was hurtful. Um, and I don't, I don't even think he understands the depths of that hurt. Um, I don't think my friend Ross understands the depths of that hurt. I don't think any of them understand the depths of that, of that pain, but I can't let that pain continue to lead me and continue to have my head bowed and continue to have me every time I see, um, something about his band or something like that, you know, cause my nostrils to flare up because, I'm killing myself, you know, I'm hurting myself, excuse me, I'm hurting myself, and so that forgiveness is for me, you know, this community that I live in, you know, I'm a, I've been a part of the theater company, and I, I miss having a creative outlet, you know, I miss being a part of something, I recognize that, that, um, whereas I am very different from a lot of people there, um, most of the people there, if, if I mean, most people that, that, that I know 
um, like they celebrate my talent. They celebrate, you know, what I bring. They celebrate my differences, you know, and what I, they celebrate me being a part of that community. And I shouldn't let, I shouldn't let, you know, m me kind of, you know, being a brat in a lot of ways, but also, you know, wishing that things would have been differently. I shouldn't let those things, you know, separate me from, you know, from having that creative outlet and having that community because, um, excuse me, even though, you know, I, I had my feelings about how things were handled, it's still, I mean, we, they still family, you know, like they are family, you know, and it's, it's some people who, that, who I might not vibe with, you know, but like the people that I do vibe with, they, they support me, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so I, I, but I think I needed, a, I did need a break for a minute. I needed a break, you know, to just kind of get myself together um and um i i hope to audition for more shows in the future you know um so, oh, so you're going back yeah okay, yeah that's good. yeah i mean I, i'm saying i'm going back but like i still got you still got audition for the shit you know what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah. i'd be like yes i'm going back i'm getting all the shows all the honey parts. you know but Lead but no roles. i there was some there was some healing that needed to be done and also understanding that you know people doing the best they can to cast shows and stuff like that and and if if they if, if they know that if they're gonna do the they're gonna do the best they can to make sure that the the equation fits you know and and that the the, the pieces fit the puzzle and so it was just one of those situations where my piece didn't fit it didn't mean it well no 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 it did fit it didn't <laughs> fit it didn't fit that part you know like right. um and so i I think that it was a lot of things tied up into that. It was it was some body image issues that I that I still have, you know, and um I I needed peop some people to affirm me. I needed it. And you know, perhaps, you know, it wasn't, you know, the 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 outcome wasn't what I wanted, but there was so much more that I I learned a lot from that from that time and um like I said, I think that there's something that I'm grieving, um, it's something bigger that I'm grieving, and and I don't know, maybe I'm maybe this sounds silly, I'm also grieving um, the idea of letting go. You know, there's a part of me that is a very very proud, you know, sometimes a little boastful, um, and you know will tell you off, you know, if you if you cross me, and it's but it's it's the very thing that is also holding me back from a lot of opportunities, and that's my ego. And I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm, I'm, we gonna, I'm gonna close this laptop tonight, and we might see somebody, you know, you know, that you know, driving real slow. I might. Be, hey, you need to get. You know. I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm. I'm. You know. I'm just like I'm a different person, but I'm committed to. I'm committed to being a better person because I. I want a family. You know. Here. You know. I. I. I want. I mean. I'm gonna just say it like you know, TTC is my family. It, you know, families, families don't always. I mean, yes, families do not always. You Clearly, know, that's that's the that's the <laughs> slogan. Families do not always. Don't always. But, but they they haven't. You know, pe the individuals there have um, embraced me. You know, when even when I didn't think I needed it. You know, um, Adrian was at my wedding. You know, and she. She is the, she's the she's the sister that 
I I think that I didn't know that I needed, you know, um, and we had we had some time to we had some um, some sips, <laughs> mm. we had some sips and some and some conversations, and um, it was good, it was good, and she's you know the two of us are the same age, you know, and I I think I just have I've always had this fear of getting too close to people. Um, you know, I, I think, I mean, I think there's rightfully so. I mean, hell, look what happened with me and David, you know, like oh, knew that man for 30 years and then kablawi, you know, <laughs> things just kind of blew up. And so I also have this fear um, that people go away because they do. People go away, child. Like, I mean, whether it's, you know, whether they move <laughs> away, child, they pass away. People go away. And so that's, I think that's another fear that I have is that, you know, you, you get too close to somebody and they leave you, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a fear that I have. And so um, I I needed to, I kind of needed to hear some of the words that she said to me, you know, and affirming me, but also telling me, showing me, you know, sharing her perspective with me. Um, and I'm, we're good. You know, we I don't think we've ever been bad, you know, but we just we needed to get to a place where we could both just talk and hear each other and and I I love her, you know, and um it's just, you know, you get a bunch of people <laughs> with 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 all these big personalities, you know, all, you know, wanting to to contribute to something beautiful and and give something beautiful to something and you know, it's it's sometimes it's gonna be it's gonna be challenges, but um, I'm really trying to see myself. So I see this. It, this is a joking thing, but when I see myself, when I I used to always say that the the me that I'm trying to get to is this like it's this dude who dressed like Jesus, kind of <laughs> with, with, with with strappy sandals and okay. and long <laughs> locks, and he has this aura about him. He has this like he wears like tan or 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 um cream colored clothes and he has a little burlap sack and he's always like peace peace brother you know peace sister okay you know (laughs) that's my but but that's a that's an image of my of my inner self like that's that's who that's who the calm me is it's like hello how are how are you doing? How are you doing, Joshua? Okay. Peace to you and your family. Joshua, I ain't never seen him. <laughs> no, I s- wait a minute, damn it, <laughs> nigga, you seen him? Okay. You seen him? Child. No, but but I guess I, I guess it's just a, it's just a, a silly image, but like well, I guess what I'm saying is that internally inside me there is there's another me that I'm I'm getting to know, mm-hmm. and there's another me that is because it, it's all me it's not something it's not something that i'm creating or something that i'm you know thinking up or i'm or, or that i'm acting out it's it's a part of me that i want to see more of you know um and that's going to come with a with discipline it's going to come with reading more thinking more talking less listening more um and it's going to tell it's going to come with grieving it's going to come with grieving some parts of me that have to die Mm-hmm. You know, and that's fear. There's that's ego, anger. Um, fear is the biggest, you know, because fear is what kept me from coming out to my mother a long time ago. I've been wanting to tell that lady that I that, you, that your son is gay. Okay, <laughs> your son has been gay, you know, and and that's just that. But I'm not at a place where I forgive my parents. 
Um, I'm, I don't want in, anything bad to happen to them. And but whether anything did happen to them, forgiveness would have to be on my own time. You know how people say things like, you know, y'all need to forgive everybody because you never know when. And, you know, and that, that's a, that's a fear tactic to me. That's to scare somebody into into like into you know um, prematurely forgiving you or, mm-hmm. or, 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 or saying, you know, I forgive you. Cause I did that. I did that with, with, with David and Dietrich. And I was like, I forgive them. And then <laughs> some months later I was like, ah! right, <laughs> you know, like yeah. but, but I'm, I'm, I'm not at a place where I forgive my parents because I think about all the times when I needed their protection and I needed them to defend me. I needed them to stand up for me and to, and to stick up for me. And they did not. And so I'm writing a book. Oh, okay, bitch. <laughs> I am writing a book, and I'm on I'm on chapter three of it, and it oh. it tells it's me telling my stories of times when, you know, I it was some some very pivotal moments in my life, and when I thought I was pivoting, there was no one else around. Like it was it was always just me there. It it has always been in my childhood. It was always me. In my teens, it was always me. In my early adulthood, it was always me. In my late 20s, it was always me. Um, the thing about me is that I would defend my parents. <laughs> I, I would fight family members for my parents. Yeah. I almost did. Yeah. And, but that, that wasn't given to me. You know, um, in the book, um, so I have a title for the book, but I'm not going to say it yet. But one of, the, one of the stories is about this little boy named Caesar. Caesar, so I was six or seven, I think I was eight, and Caesar was was nine or ten, and um, I was on the seesaw at this uh, at this park. We had we had a family. Our family reunions were always January first. I don't know why. They just always weird. Were. Yeah, <laughs> we always had our fa- we always had our family reunions on New Year's Day, um, in in Bay City, Texas, at Latul Park. Latul Park was this like it, the building was green. Um, and we were on these seesaws, and seesaw was, was seesaws were green. And there was another bully that was usually at the family reunion. His name was Alan, and I hated Alan. Alan was a menace, but he wasn't there. And who was there in his place? Caesar's ass. Caesar Fields. That's that. That's that dude's name. Mm. I just looked him up on Facebook. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen his face in almost thirty years. Oh, you had to show me. Uh huh. Child. <laughs> and so, um. So Caesar was coming by, and he he came to made a made a beeline right to me, and I I already kind of knew what it was gonna be about, and he was like, "Man, you gay?" I was like, "What? Um, what?" And so I didn't know what he was talking about, but he was standing over me, and I was like, "Let me stand up, you know, so I can get some leverage in case I get knocked." Man, as soon as I stood up, he punched me in the eye, and I fell over, and when I fell, so my foot, so when I stood up, my foot was in between these two um, seesaws, and when I fell, um, for some reason, my foot got stuck, and I twisted my ankle, and I fell back, and all the kids went running, and I was stuck. My foot was stuck in between this, like, this, I can't even explain it to you, but it was this metal pole and the seesaw, and because of my shoe or whatever, I couldn't get my 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 um my my foot out, and because my ankle was was twisted, it hurt to even move it. Mm. And so I sat out there. In the rain, it started raining, 
it started raining on January 1st. And I was out there in the rain by myself. And nobody came to get me. And I believe my cousin Deke came outside and saw me out there crying in the rain. And I told my mama about it. And she didn't do anything. And yes, that was 30 years ago. But that pain is real. Mm-hmm. I remember how I remember how my eye felt. I can feel it. Like I can when I think of the story, I can feel it. I'm not saying I feel it every day, <laughs> but I remember how my ankle felt. I remember I remember the, the the color of the seesaw. I remember the way the rain looked. I remember seeing the the building that they were all under. They were all in at the, you know they were eating food. I remember what it looked like. I remember the basketball courts on the right side. I remember the the power um, the towers um, off in the distance. I remember the trailer homes behind. I remember all that shit, and but I but what I remember most is that my, my instead of instead of handling the situation, my mom just said, "Stop crying. You gonna be all right. You a big boy." I needed my parents to show up for me. I need them to tell other people and and, and these and these these dumb motherfuckers. I need their their, their parents to be told. Your son need to put his hand on my child. Yeah. But every single time, every single time something like that happened, my mom corrected me. Stop crying. You're a big boy. You don't need to do that. And that shit fucks me up. Mm-hmm. I'm st- it still fucks me up to this day. And so in, in talking about forgiveness, I'm forgiving myself for wanting, for, for being, you know, for, you know, for feeling like there was something wrong with me. You know, there was something soft about me because I, I got called that a lot. I got called soft a lot by uncles, cousins, yeah. you know, and it's, and so it's, it's why I think some of those reasons are, are, you know, because of the way, the way my parents chose to, you know, either deflect or they wanted to, you know, my mom was this kind of person, she's not evil. But she wanted to keep confusion down, so she would check me. Um, hell, one more story. There was um, and this is gonna be in the book too. I'm because everybody don't read, everybody don't listen to our podcast. So, but but there was um, hmm, maybe I shouldn't tell that story. We'll save that story for another time because oh, okay. that's an inten- it's an intense story. But but as I'm working on myself, um. I'm doing it for myself. I'm not, I'm not doing it for my parents. I hope one day that they come around. I don't think that will ever, that's ever, that's likely to happen. Um, and, you know, some people say give it time. You know, let's say two years from now, you know, they say something like be who you are. The only thing about that is that there's so much damage that's been done and that wound is not healing. Well, it's it's healing on my end, you know, and and how I interact with my partner, but the wound that my mother, like, that that she kind of left open is something that is, it's going to take a while, you know. Um, she, in, she invoked the memory of my deceased grandmother, you know, at, in saying that my grandmother would not approve of me, of who I am. And I think it's the first time I said that on this podcast, that what, what she said, mm. you know, she said, your grandmother would be so heartbroken and disappointed. And 
I have to forgive myself. Like I have to, I have to say that you are enough. You are fine. And what she thinks about your relationship with your grandmother, that's not your business because she didn't know y'all's relationship. Yeah. She didn't know anything. Of, she didn't know the conversations that y'all had. She had. Did her and my mom have a conversation? Did she and my grandmother have a conversation? I'm sure they did, you know, about life, about sexuality and things like that. And perhaps I could have had a conversation with my, with my grandmother and we could have had a, it would have been a, a different conversation. But the thing that I'm, that I'm dealing with the most is that my parents, my parents think that I'm a child and that I can, couldn't possibly know anything about what's right for me. You know, my dad said to me in a text message when I said, I know who I am, he said, no, I know who you are. And what pissed me off was that if you knew who I was, where the, where the fuck have you been? Where have you, where have you been? We haven't been, we haven't had these conversations. If you knew who I was, we'd be, we'd be talking. My father and I, we've texted more in this year than we've ever texted, than we've ever communicated in my entire life. And I know I kind of went off on a tangent and I'm on something completely different, but um, in terms of forgiveness, the, the, only, the only person that I'm seeking to forgive in this moment is myself because I have, <laughs> I have certainly been beating myself up for almost 40 years, you know, um, not Ooh. almost 40 years, uh, but, but f- um, for, for uh, three decades, yeah, three decades where I could have gotten to know myself. I could have expressed myself better. You know, I, 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 I'm proud of who I am. And I, I think, you know, all things considered, if I hadn't gone through the hardships I went through, you know, I probably would, wouldn't be the me that I am now. Um, but at the same time, I could probably have, would have probably been further along, you know, had I had the support from my parents or if they had protected and defended me. So um, forgiveness for them is not it. The time hasn't come yet. And right. I pray that God, you know, Beetlejuice, Charlie Murphy, whoever wow, okay. is, is up there, <laughs> <laughs> that that they sustain our lives so that maybe one day we can have that forgiveness because right now it's uh it's about me forgiving myself so yes amen (sighs) no (laughs) that's that and what else uh but you know families are child they are a trip child they are never really who you want them to be Mm, you said that I, I, i know um I'm gonna say my piece saying before you long. Come on, <laughs> Reverend Josh. Because the time is not. Mm-hmm. But I have I've had similar situations, mm-hmm. but uh, like Kim has not always been the easiest person. We have had our ups and downs. Uh, and for those who don't know, Kim is my mama. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kim. But um, so because I blamed my mother for a long time. Because as we've talked before, I, my mother was, well, we all were in a abusive relationship yeah. with her ex-husband yes, and stuff. And I had to be the one in that situation as a child to tell her, girl, it's either me or him. And if you choose him, I'll just go live with my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And, like, she it chose me when I gave her that ultimatum. But it's like I should have had to give you that. Like, first of all, I'm literally, like, maybe in my teens, not teens, when I was younger than that, like, 10 11 like telling her like girl you got like choose make a choice this day mm-hmm. and like i shouldn't even have to give you that like but we both getting our ass beat by this man and you keep going back to this man and like 
and you putting your child and yourself in danger. Like there was a point where we were living in a shelter, like right down the street from where I live at now. And, but I like, when I got older, like I always said I forgave my mother, but when we would get into like real heavy arguments, I would bring that shit back up. (laughs) I'm like, you, I don't think you ever really loved me like you were supposed to. Like you left me in danger plenty of times. Like fuck, like, what you was going through, your child mm-hmm. was getting his ass beat, like to the point where he was bleeding, and you allowed that to happen for years. And it was wrong of me to, you know, bring it up because I, I would tell her that I would forgive her for that. She's like, you know, you said you forgave me. Why are you still bringing this up? But mm. I hadn't forgiven her. Like I said, I was. I don't know if I said it because I wanted her to be okay, but deep down inside, I had never forgiven her. Like, and I don't even know to this day. Cause like, I still think about it sometimes. Like, I don't know if I have truly forgiven her for that. And there was another situation, like when I was young, cause like when I was real young, my grandmother and my aunt used to take care of me they would, cause my mother was working. So they would pick me up from school and all sort of stuff. And then when she started dating this other dude, you know, I was still with my grandmother a lot. And I remember there was this one specific memory that I thought I had locked away and then somehow it just reappeared in my mind. Mm. But something was happening where, like, her, my mama and my grandmother were getting into an argument. And it was basically about, like, my mother was taking me back from my grandmother. Like, she was like, it's time for him to start staying, like, the majority of his time with me now. And, like, there was a whole argument to the point where, like, they were tugging, like, over me in my grandmother's, like, driveway. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, it got so bad where my grandmother was, like, somehow got pushed down in the driveway and she was still holding on to me. Wow. And my grand and my mother yanked me out of her arms. And I was telling her I didn't want to go with you. And I was like, I don't know why this memory like just just That's popped crazy. up in my head like that. But like deep down inside I always n- never really forgiven my mother for like taking me away. Cause I didn't like I knew she was my mama, but I felt at home at my grandmother's mm-hmm. house. Like, that's where I always felt loved at, was at her house. Cause I knew I was going to go back to a house with a nigga I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just like, and I was getting my, like I said, I was getting my ass beat. So it was like, I, it, it wasn't home for me. And I never, even to this day, I don't think I ever forgiven my mother for that either. And that's some shit that I got to let go of. Cause as through the years, it has caused us to have like other arguments. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it was a small shit, like I would lash out at my mother because I was still hurt over some shit. And, like, we're all adults now, but I just, I don't know. It, it's, it's been, a, me and my mother, we've had a very tumultuous situation. Um, But I don't think, I mean, I, I know deep down, you know, she has done the best that she has. has and, you know, because nobody really taught her how to be a parent, you know. Yeah. Or whatever. And she did what she could do with what she had, but... I don't know. It's just, it's it's never been easy. And like when she moved to Florida, I was kind of, I mean, I was glad that she moved. Like, I, and it's sad to say, mm. <laughs> but like I have lived with this woman basically like me all my goddamn life. Mm-hmm. And I was upset at her at a point because I felt like I couldn't like branch out on my own because she had to stop working because she had got on disability because she's sick with lupus and other stuff. So I was like, now that I want to branch out on my own, I can't because I have to be here to take care of you. Mm-hmm. 
like she would always say, you know, you can leave when you want to, you know, move and do out, do all that you, you know, you do whatever you want to. But like, what would I be? What kind of son would I be to leave you here, knowing that you ain't got no like, you're getting your disability checks or whatever, like, and that's not enough to cover the rent. Who's gonna be here for you to take care of you? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of when I felt like I forgiven her because like I wasn't gonna let my mama just like sit here mm-hmm. and suffer. But I also blamed her for like making me feel like I had to stay. Which she never made me feel it, but I felt like I had to stay. Yeah. So I don't know, there's a whole lot of resentment when it comes to me and her. But I mean, I've and and it's crazy to say, but I feel like our relationship has been the best mm-hmm. since she's moved. Mm-hmm. Like, cause there's no arguments to be had and we're not in each other's faces and stuff like that. <laughs> but forgive forgiveness is a funny thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning that. And I also feel like that. Well, let me backtrack. It's crazy because my mother told me one time, and this is getting deep. She's like, I feel like you hate me. And she's told me this like in recent years. She's like, because like when we have arguments, she's like, I really feel like you hate me. And like, I don't hate you. I've hate the things that we have been through. She's like, well, I know that she's something about you. I really do feel. Like you hate me, and that hurts me because you would never want your mother to feel like that you have hate for her. Because I don't hate my mother. I've hate the situations that I have been put in because of her. I hate, you know, that we have struggled all our life, which is not her fault. Mm-hmm. But I just have hated the way that our lives have been since like we're together. I mean, of course, I had no choice to be with her, but like it's just I just hated how we've lived our lives and struggled. Mm-hmm. You know, but. Before I start crying and shit, because I ain't going to do that here. I mean, I'm proud of you. I mean, you, you, this this is the opening up that... Oh, girl. That, uh, who is it? Who said who said that you should... Sheikah. Uh, Sheikah. Sheikah she said, said some of the recent email, too. Okay. But you know what? I want, I'm a, I, I want to affirm you in that you... I don't know how, you, how you've done it. You know? Like, you were independent before I was independent, because... You know, you had to take care of your mother. I didn't. I didn't have that situation. But there are a few things that I want to say as I was as I was listening to you. Um, oh, the first thing was uh, no. I'll just I'll, I'll touch on the biggest thing. So I've been I've been learning a lot about um, uh, narcissistic mothers, mm. narcissistic parents, because there are a few th- there are a few key things we are talking about. Child, we get into parents. This Child. I didn't think we were going. I didn't even want to go there, um, but. There are a few key things that uh, words or phrases that my mom always uses, and one of those is "I'm the mama," mm-hmm. "I'm your parent," "I can't believe you talking to me like this," um, and just recently I learned that my mom uh, asked my sister's fiance if she hates her. So what I what I but so I want, what I want you to understand is that it's that question that she asked you, and I don't know I don't know Kim that well. But that question that she asks you, asks you, it made her the victim. She's like, "Do you hate me?" Because, because let's say you said, you, say you, let's say you said I did. She's gonna go inward and she's gonna be like, "Oh my God, he hates me. He hates me. It's me, 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 me." Right. It's never. It's it's not about you. It's not about why you 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 don't, you don't hate her. But it's not about if you did. It's not about okay. Well, why do you hate me? What what are some things that we can work on together? It becomes a I'm the problem. I'm the mama. Right. I'm the I'm the parent. It has 
we have, especially living in the South, black parents, some black parents have it all fucked up because they forget that respect is due to your children as well. Exactly. You must respect your children. And I can't remember the first thing that I was going to mention because it was so powerful as you were, as you were saying, I was trying, I was trying my hardest to listen and not be like, Ooh, I'm going to make this point. But you said something, um, fuck. Um, but what, what our parents, yeah, our parents didn't know how to be parents. Mom, my parents didn't, but, but things that there, there are things that my parent, my mom would say, and they, they, they stick with me. They always stick with me. Um, and some of the traumatic experiences that they have became, oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, I lost it again. <laughs> it's not it's not even on my shoulder tonight. But, um, yeah, damn it. It had something to do with um, you um, resenting your, your mother. And those are those are real emotions. You know, our our, our parents. They, they, they did what they could, child. They, they did what they could with what they had and what they learned, you know, from their parents. And it's generational. Yeah. And so I had to tell myself that it stops. When, and I, I really fucking hate that I can't remember what it was because it, it was more of a it was a charge to you um, to continue, you know. Um, oh, fuck. I'm going to think about it. I'm just going to text you <laughs> Be- because like. You you've you have it hasn't been easy and you've definitely had your struggles, but you have you've 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 made it a significant ways of the way in life then that you if you weren't strong you wouldn't have been able to make it. Um and I'm really mad because I'm like, ooh, it was right there and it was something for both of us because I um I have a lot of resentment in my heart towards my mom and the thing is that resentment, oh, yes, that's what it is. That's what it is. You're like, oh, yeah, I, I have to learn how to let it go. No, not not initially. You don't have to learn how to let it go. You have to learn how to look at it and sit with it and be like, okay, this explains to me why I'm this way. Like, I'm going to lay out all the tra- – like, you were talking about how you, you – I can't believe how this 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 thing, this traumatic thing it comes, it comes to mind. I thought the same thing. There was a time when my mom said to my dad, uh, he they had gotten into an argument. I was always in the middle of their arguments because I hated when they fought. Mm. Um, but she said, "I hope my daddy rides you through hell." Wow. And I will. I always. Rem- I will never forget that. I will never that image of like my grandfather riding my father through hell. You know, it scared me. That it it showed up in my dreams. Parents don't realize the shit that they say that sticks to us. And I was like, why are these thoughts coming out here, at the, at, you know, now? And I think those thoughts come out, I think sometimes the older we get and the more we reflect, we start to look at, oh, shit, that's why, that's why I'm, I'm fucked up over this. That's why, um, you know, I treat people like this. You know, that's yeah. why I'm on my guard. Like, you know, one thing I know about the both of us is that, like, we give Bitch, don't play us, you know. Like, Please, and, and <laughs> but I think that a lot of those those things, I think as we get older, we start to look at, man, this is why I'm this way, yeah. you know. Like, this is is why why I'm the way I am. Like, I I remember we just we shedding tonight. We gonna have to cut it short. But I remember when one of my uncles, uh, my one of my aunt's husbands, got into a fight with my uncle, um, 
at uh at my grandmother's house and it got it turned into a nasty fight. I was sitting on the couch playing with my Game Boy, what playing Tetris, minding my goddamn business. And I ended up at the bottom of a dog pile. Like by these bodies. Like it was bodies it was it was like six bodies mm. on top of me at, on my grandmother's couch. And the only person to 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 check on me, make sure I was okay, was my grandmother. My mother and father weren't doing anything. They didn't they didn't check on me. And so I I say that because I think about how loneliness feels. I think about even, you know, the fear of of disconnecting from my parents and how that scares me because I've never even though I've had support, I've never I've I've always had that feeling of that I don't have anybody. You know, like I lost friends. Like when I, when I moved from Austin, I lost friends. Hell, when whenever I started being more vocal about the the bullshit that black people go through, I lost friends. Like I hate losing people. You yeah. know, people passing away. But I think that that fear of letting go of my parents is like is two solid people that I'm that I'm letting go of. And so so I think that when you start to think about like how the fuck am I am I thinking about that? It's because you're put you're 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 putting the piece even though sometimes subconsciously you're putting the pieces together and you're like, oh I I understand why I don't trust motherfuckers. Like yeah. <laughs> I understand why, you know, like if you you cross me one too many times, it's done. Like like you start to understand. And so I think that as we're growing we're under, like our brains are telling us, okay, it's unfolding. Things are unfolding in front of us, and that's good. I, I think it's, I think the memories suck, but the fact that we that we're able to to look at it, you know, it's almost like taking a, a memory out of your mind and be like, oh, this is what the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. Like this. So you mean to tell me this is why I don't trust nobody because I don't. <laughs> I am I have a hor- horrible time trusting people. Same. Yes, and it and so we have to start looking looking at where where it comes from, and it comes from. You know, for you, it might come from like, I can't believe this woman, you know, took me out of a, a, a place of happiness that I was in to be with her. Like, you know, and I thought going with her was going to this, this might be better, but they 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 weren't necessarily better. You know, right. so. So, yeah, we, we have a we. Yes, it's trauma. Yes, it's toxicity. Yes, it's pain. Yes, it's anger. But also being able to look at it means that that there's a way to heal from it, you know, and. I, I haven't been to a counselor in a long time. I haven't been to a therapist in a long time. But I, I, I know that, you know, it's something that I need to do. Me <laughs> the fuck too. But it just seemed like it ain't enough hours in a day, child. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, um. so, so yeah. So we, um. thank y'all for uh, for listening to us. Uh, we, we, we still, we're going we gonna to get to uh, some of the, the emails that we've received. But I just want to thank y'all for, for um, allowing us to sit and just talk you know, to each other, you know, um, about some of the things that we have endured and things that we struggle with. Um, before we move on, I just want to say that this is still, um, suicide prevention awareness month. And this month is, uh, you know, I I don't, months are weird because I don't want to like say, yeah, let's do this, do this, do this. And then we forget about it in October, November. Like, no, Suicide prevention needs to be something. Suicide needs to be something that we talk about all the time. You know, Josh and I have both lost, and we have both experienced. We've both we've we've both had thoughts, and we don't need to make it any any longer than than it needs to be. But this year alone, like I lost two people to, to suicide in the past couple of years. Like you know, Josh lost one of his best friends, and it's it it never gets easy um 
if you out there and you 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 need resources, I'm gonna make sure to have the, the number in the link, but not just the number. Go to somebody that you know is not who's not gonna judge you that you can talk to. Because throwing a number out there, to me, it's it's it, it doesn't do enough. And so if you need to talk to somebody, talk to somebody who you know is gonna be a listening ear. But if you feel like you are going to hurt yourself, please, 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 please call someone, call a hotline and and I'll make sure to have the number in the the description. Um, If you feel like you are going to cause harm to yourself, stop this, stop this episode right now and go and and look at the description. There is going to be a number in the description so that that you can call it. I say that because I don't have it pulled up right now. This is kind of off the fly. But um, it's uh, people are hurting and people have been dealing with hurt that that from 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 years and years. So I I, I was I was in a meeting. Um, black people don't 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 look at suicide the way they should. They don't. Black people think it's a it's a spirit that's on you or it's a weak somebody. I was in a meeting. Somebody said it's a like somebody killed themselves over something petty, and I and I wanted to. It was, it was at a fraternity thing and I, I was like you know what I have to re- I have to acknowledge that everybody does not does not have you know some people some people lack critical thinking skills some people yes. don't understand you know that that just because you think something is petty it's a sickness it's an illness and although I feel like I'm on this side of heaven it doesn't mean that I still don't have those thoughts because they there every day so anyway um we gonna get to y'all's letters and um, and then we gonna wrap it on up. Yes, God. All right. So we are fortunate to have some faithfuls that yes. uh, send emails to us. So um, one <laughs> one of our one of our faithfuls uh, is a Sheikah. woman that we affectionately call Sheikah, <laughs> and uh, Sheikah. Uh, one of her emails started with her saying, "It's all over the place." And Sheka, you are absolutely <laughs> child. <laughs> it was there and you everywhere. You are absolutely right. So, um, first of all, love you down, uh, Sheka, and I hope that in this episode you were able to catch some of Josh's vulnerability because he did open up a whole lot more. Girl, don't expect that too often, <laughs> please. Um. That part where you mentioned uh, um, something I was going to say to Abel and having to tell Josh later in my truth moment. Um, yeah, I, I can't remember what that was, but I'll, 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 look, I'll look back. So, okay, with regards to, to award shows and these celebrities and the things that they do, um, I, I'll be honest with you, Sheikah. I'll be honest with you. I am... No matter how progressive I am, I am very Southern, very old school, very old soul in a lot of ways. And when I see, like, when I see celebrities kissing, like, on stage and things like that, it's not genuine to me. To me, it is for shock and awe. Shock value. It's for shock value, right. And I think it's unnecessary. You know, the greatest entertainers of our time and before our time never had to do things like that. And so it's not, I'm, it's not targeting Lil Nas X because of his sexuality. And when I say sexuality, I mean, because of who he loves, but 
it is targeting him because of his sexuality, meaning like how how he exudes sexuality on stage. Mm-hmm. And that's a man that's that's man or woman kissing a man or woman. To me, it's unnecessary. And it it may be prude, but like I said, you know, Beyonce has never had to get on stage and kiss another person. And she never will. That's she never husband, will. Which is still, that's still too much. Yeah. It's PDA. Like, like, like Michael Jackson didn't have to do that. You know, Prince didn't have to do that. And so the, what I think, and this is, this is me maybe stepping out a little bit. I think that when you don't, when you, when you, when you lack it, you lick it. Oh, <laughs> wow. When you lack the time up there, like look, look at, look at. I, I'm only saying Beyonce because it's just right in front of my, it's in front of my face. When when she performed at any show we've been to for two hours, everything is, I mean, calculated. Yeah. She know when the fire finna go up. She know when the fan finna blow her weave to the bike. She know when the dancers <laughs> fixing to finna do a dance break. She knows when the lights are finna hit. The pyro's gonna hit. She knows all those things. She's hitting all those marks and she's singing. She's singing live. Um, and she's dancing full out in heels because she can do that because she doesn't Kid lack. Sometimes, sometimes they be, they be, they be real purr. Um, <laughs> but she 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 does it because she does she's not lacking, so she ain't got to lick nothing, you know. Right. So and so these artists like you know no shades of little nonsense. I, I bet I bet in a couple of years, you know, in a, in about five years, he's gonna be somewhere where he needs to be and he's not gonna have to. But but let's be clear, let's be honest. His, his his whole setup is a gimmick. Right. Like I mean, because he's... I'm so sorry. The man is not that talented. It's not like you listening to Lil Nas X for his musical talents or for his rap verses because it's not... You would never put him in the top 50 of, of the greatest rappers alive or who have ever rapped. So it's like you got to do something to keep your name in the in the tabloids. It's you know, and it's exciting. You know, I, I, I'll be honest. I'm excited. I, I like seeing him climb because... You know, he is another gay nigga, you know, right. doing stuff. You know, he wore, he wore, um, he paid homage to Iman by wearing this feather number to an award show. And I thought it was, you know, it was, it was cute. Um, the, he, he or his team, they go for the bizarre. Now, as far as them, you know, doing things, you know, little kids being up, I understand. Like, I, you know, I'm not, I don't have kids, so I'm not going to tell you, like, you know, children shouldn't be up at this time. Because some, sometimes kids are just up. Sometimes kids are just up. And I, I wish there was more attention to, you know, the, your audience, knowing your audience. But, you know, what, what, what may be seen as appropriate for some people, I mean, Beyonce wears leotards, you know, like some folks might not think that's appropriate. So, it, you know, it's kind of just a matter of taste. And, and but I, I I don't really know what to say in that regard because sometimes you're gonna see things and it's not just people like Lil Lil Nas X. It's all kinds of people from all walks of life, different sexualities, different genders who do things just to get attention. And you know that's that's his thing. You know, and I I, <laughs> I remember I I remember his his I remember all his his performances quite vividly and they always leave me wanting more. And, and what I mean by that is I'm like, this could have been more. He could have done more, but yeah. Um, so, so there's, there's that on, on that. I didn't watch the Martin reunion. And that's shocking. Um, I, I, I love Martin. I'm, I'm a huge Martin fan. I think that there are a few reasons why. Okay. It's, I kind of I kind of put that in the in the same category as um 
Michael Jackson's This Is It and Amy Winehouse's documentary. I have not watched Amy Winehouse's documentary because um, to me, it would it indicates that she's actually gone. You know, I watched Michael Jackson's funeral, you know, on TV, but I haven't watched This Is It because a lot of people don't know this about me. You know, I'm I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. I haven't been so much in later years. I just I just it's hard to to listen to his music sometimes. And that's for another conversation. But I didn't watch episodes of Martin for a few months after Tommy died Um, because and even still it's it's weird for me. Um, that like the episode where Tommy um, gets into a car wreck after a, you know a fight with Martin, I didn't I didn't watch because um, he they thought he had died, but um, it took a while. I just started back watching Martin, um, and the 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 you know I fell in love with the characters, like I fell in love with Gina, but you know, yeah. Well, I'll just say that you know sometimes you expect the characters to be the same as the actors and that's not always the case definitely not um so um so i didn't but um let's see what else uh you so in the first in the first email you mentioned not uh not really feeling renaissance and um but liking coachella but see then in the last email you were like yeah i fuck with these songs that's right you You know i have so i have i said earlier i i finally took a break from listening to um her her album but i listened to that from from first song to last song i i have not skipped yet i might now i might start in the middle of the of the album sometimes and play it all the way through um but i haven't like said oh i don't want to hear that right I now. i can't do that when i listen to it i have to listen to it from the top to bottom yeah. every time I, and I, I i usually do that but like if i want to hear pure i'll let i'll start there if i want to hear like if i want to hear uh cuff it I start there, but but I don't I don't turn it off. Like I start there, I'm like I I've sat in the car after work and just listened to, to the album. Yeah. Um, so uh, you mentioned you know is the only way a current female rapper can be on top to rap about her nether regions or what she's doing to someone else's nether regions. Um, I'm not I'm I guess I'm a, I'm a bit prude in that regard too. Like I I don't want to you know I don't know what will happen with this podcast. I know we have said things we've rated people. And there might be people who we come across who, you know, don't like what we said about them. But I'm going to say something right now that's probably a little controversial. Um, I I think that I think that there are there are female rappers who there, there are less a lot of talent in the industry. I think that that female rappers that some that rappers are just lazy. Um, I think that Nicki Minaj is is she can write she she can rap but i think she's lazy as fuck i think that and she you know she may not who knows but i think that you know after hearing super freaky girl like the song was lazy to me it very much was it was in in, in her in, you know in her i i i love i love how she has how songs that she's written has have made me feel um and you know because you could you could see her pen because she was talking about some real shit and she was spitting real shit and even as a, as a man um i was like i don't have a problem singing this these songs like i i i i enjoyed them but i could i can't get with some of the things that she raps about now and that's okay that's that's okay you know like there's also this culture of people being afraid of barbs like <laughs> that's not me like you know like i mean i think that they are crazy though they are they are 
and, and I heard I've even heard they pull up on people. You yeah, know? they pull up at, at some woman's child's school recently, and she's suing them. See, it, you know, I y'all would have to die. Y'all would have got shot. Pull pull, pull up on me. Come to be, but but you know, if it's if it's not it's not about that. Some people just don't like people. Some people just don't like certain people's music. Like if I'm waiting for an album to come out, like sometimes for me, I guess like it's not. I guess it's not, I'm not that. I'm not the consumer anymore because to me that bubblegum pink stuff like that was cool when she first came out that was cool that she was on the rise she was branding herself you know she i mean like i guess our prince is the purple one she's like the pink one i guess but it, i mean where's the soul where's the soul of your music like where like where's the like where's the the, the message like this this music is not this that's not for me all that i can I, I mean i know the song because it's it's catchy as fuck i'll, I'll be honest with you you know but like you can slip it, you can slide it, you can whatever inside. Like, it's like, all right, thanks for that. Um, thanks for leaving nothing to the imagination. I think that, you know, with regards to Megan the Stallion, Megan Stallion, we write about the same stuff too. She does. But, but, but like, she got a little more, she got, she got a little more gangster to her. But let me tell y'all who I, I, I fuck with. And I think she's, <laughs> I think she's, I think she's meaner. Um, I ain't like her name in the beginning, but she changed it. Big Lotto. Lotto can rap. Like, don't, like, that, I, I listened to that woman's uh, album, and I was like, it's even, it's, it's something about the, the, the cadence of her raps and, and the, and the grit. That's what I used to like about Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown, like, you know, huh, like, and Lil' Kim, too. Right. Like, they rap like niggas, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, like, they, it was something gritty and grimy. Foxy Brown, I used to listen, man. Foxy Brown rapping on, um, I think it's the song is I'll Be. Um, she just, she brings, she used to bring a real raw energy and a deepness in her voice. And I never got tired of listening to her. Lil' Kim's old, st and I do mean old stuff, that's like, right. because that's what I listen to. Lil' Kim, even, I don't care who was, if she was rap writing her rhymes or if Biggie was writing her rhymes, who, I don't care. It was still harder. It was still harder. It was grittier. Um, and I think she got with the times, and she tried to put out this this Migos sounding stuff. And I don't I don't really I don't really I don't really fool, I don't really vibe with that. But I still think that her old stuff runs circles runs laps around Nicki's new stuff. I think that Lil Kim, like Crush on You, in and of itself, like facts. Crush on You eats it. True. I mean, even her new even um um no matter what people say, even uh, that song. Like like I understand, you know, that Nikki has to be the queen of rap and this, that, and the third, but like when your when when your when Lil' Kim's classic hits eats up your to me, eat up her whole discography, like I mean, anyway, that's just my opinion. Um there will be a barb one day that hears this and Bitch, please pull up because <laughs> I will be strapped and ready. So Toby <laughs> We way. Um, I I I know his music. Um, I listen to. He's very like talented. He's very talented. But him as a person um, is not my favorite. Yeah, I, I you know it's people that you can't put your finger on like like people that are overly. I'm not saying that confidence is it's because I'm, I'm we're confident people, but there's 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 something about him that I can't put my finger on. So until then, thanks for the music and the mint the mint green girl. Um, but back to that, you know. Somebody tried to say that Beyonce copied him. On what? With like with the mint green. Bottle. Oh, I saw it. I saw that. Right, girl, don't. Y'all can reach as far as you want to reach, but girl, we are, we we don't care. Um. So with with regards to the devil's trees, so um. <laughs> uh, I eat the lettuce. I 
you might hear us say things <laughs> like she's sitting on my shoulder. So, okay. Um, <laughs> there, some. <laughs> and we shouldn't have told you that. <laughs> no. Well, now you know. Um, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll say that for a, a later date. Um, I'm just going through uh, your email, Sheikah, and and because I, I it's it's late in the in the night, so I can't read them fully. Late in the midnight hour. But uh, let me try and see if I missed anything. I think I think I pretty much, I think I touched on everything that she that she that she mentioned. I believe you did. Um, yeah, okay. Well, Sheikah, thank you so much for for being uh, loyal and devoted to you, our friend. podcast. We love my you, my dear. And next we got an email from Christy Love. Mama Christy. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um hold on. Oh Jesus. Yeah, I missed I got the, went to the wrong one. There it is. <laughs> so let me I think I can read this. Okay. Okay. Hey you two beautiful souls. It's your mama again. Hey mama. Let's start with the family teens. Musa, I was truly touched by your journey uh tales with your parents. At the end of the day, their thought process of whom you are becoming daily will change in time. Don't trip or stop being you. The glow up is real and happening. Stand firm and stay prayed up. Elevating up every mountain is without question going to be so worth all the amazing views when you arrive. Josh, I'm always praying for you and that tood. You got that honest from Mama Kim. (laughs) It wasn't all me. The family is wrong for taking all granny stuff out of the generational home. They sure the fuck are. On that, I completely concur. It should be kept in the family. Trust that God will straighten things out exactly how they're supposed to be. I love that you both always ask each other how you are. That is so necessary in these chaotic times. Suicide, murder, and all things demonic are at play, and family is so necessary. Keep each other lifted. It's so impactful to so many who may not have that kind of relationship with the ones around them or in their lives. Missy is the dopest MC rapper alive. I agree. Let's talk about giving her her flowers. Mm. She truly deserves. So I kind of have an issue because I haven't seen Leandria Johnson's name written on the roll for the can sang dying list. She is the B of gospel. Let's argue. We'll talk about that in a second. (laughs) Can y'all also touch on topics of depression, learning to navigate being a new adult and maybe share resources that could be helpful with those situations. It's interesting because we kind of did touch on that. That's so it's, it's divine, but we'll, yeah. You two are incredible, and I'm so proud and excited to see all the beautiful things coming y'all's way through sharing your thoughts and feelings via this podcast. This is just the beginning of something so much greater. I'm speaking talk shows, movies, and yes, Joshua, more music from both of you. Side note, I'm I'm still waiting for my desperate selection. And you're going to keep waiting. Thank you for being (laughs) unapologetically you. I love you both. Make every day greater than the last. Love you so much, Mama Christy. Appreciate you. So, yes. Um, love my mother. Yeah. So, first of all, I it's crazy, Josh, how we have so many parallels to our friendship, you know, because they was tearing, taking stuff out of my grandma's house too. At, uh, but your grandma was still alive, you know. Right. Uh, they start, I told you I left out with a with a with a crystal candle holder. Um, so yeah, that's sad, you know, because we talk about generational wealth and like we're losing because these right. things that should stay in the family are not staying in the family. Yeah. So there's that. Um, and it's crazy because like my great aunt has been trying to get me to get the rest of the stuff that I'm supposed to be getting at the house. And I have something in me has been holding back from getting it. And I think it's like, yes, 
I have to work and I don't feel like going over there after work to get the stuff. But it's also mm-hmm. like if I take this stuff, like the house is going to be gone and it's keeping me something is keeping me from going over to get the rest of the stuff, which yeah. they might throw it out anyway. But it's just I can't right now. Yeah. Um, You know, Josh and I ask each other how we're doing because it's, it's, it's good to check in with each other. Like we we laugh and joke about all kinds of stuff, but it's it's important that we check in with, with each other before we start. So before we get into the into the into the mess so thank you for 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 recognizing that um i agree with you missy is is the dopest mc rapper alive she's innovative she doesn't get her flowers lauren hill yes um i'm a a, you know um you know lauren hill is one of my favorites too um i was i was hurt to hear um a certain artist uh diss her for you know for not writing um any of the you know writing the songs and the miseducation but but getting all the credit for it and he might have been right he might have been telling the truth but it was the way he dragged her um or he drug her i guess um it was very messy um he's he's a houston he's from houston texas um robert glasper um he wrote up he 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 was on the he was part of the 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 team of writers Um, and listen, right is right, and I get it. It was just the way he went about it. It was like kind of like it was just very messy, you know what I'm saying? Like like, and, and I, don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not shading him because you know I would love to work with him one day, but I just didn't like how it sounded, you know? Like you know, people were, um, I mean, he was just telling the truth, but it was it was just kind of the way it was presented it was just a little weird to me, you mm-hmm. know? Because at the end of the day, it's like, I mean, you write, you Robert Glasper, you know, that's Lauren Hill, um, now how how she conveyed the, the things that were written is all her you right, know like you so. couldn't because you don't sing all right but so um, there's that so there's <laughs> but yeah um missy elliott to me um it was kind of messed up that that the um barbs were trying to attack her for asking a question and i just it's just weird that these 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 people yeah we don't have to do we don't have to do that we are we've, we've done it already um, I love Leandria Johnson. Let's be clear. Love her. I have love sang her. with her. What, no, we already yeah, know this. Yeah, we, we know that story. We're not going through that. But um, but I, there's a one of my favorite clips recently. Uh, Christy is um Leandria coming to sing Happy Birthday to Fantasia at the as they wrapped up uh the, yes. the filming of the Color Purple and Fantasia said Sing to my soul, Lee. And Leandria sang to her soul and to everybody else's soul in that room and who were watching, uh, who was watching. I love that woman's voice. And although I don't I don't know her spirit, I don't know her personally, but she just like we all figuring shit out, you know. Yeah. And although her shit is more public and we can look at it and be oh, like, girl, but but, <laughs> but I love like there's something in her voice that that is is I mean it's anointing, you know, and and it's something that I don't think that you can train all the train the training in the world couldn't could not give you a voice like that. She's gifted. She's blessed. And I hope that she continues to sing and I hope that she continues to like cuz she got demons too. She we did. you know, and I hope that she continues to to slay those demons, you know, and 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 get and and stay on the on 
on this side. You know? But like you said, she's very public about the things that she goes through. And I think that's real because people need to see that you have been struggling with shit. But they so they, they can watch you overcome them at the mm-hmm. same time. But you got these artists that are hiding so much of themselves because <laughs> they want to present themselves as holy and they're perfect. Mm-hmm. But y'all all got shit that y'all going through. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it becomes a mess because then we find out something that you've been hiding and, you know, it's a whole scandal going on. A but Leandra, Leandra, she's like, put it in public. I am who I am. Yeah. Yes, I have been a drunk person and also mm-hmm. I've had kids out of wedlock mm-hmm. and all of the <laughs> shit. She's like, but this is me. This is what I, I'm doing with my life right now. And, yeah. But God is working on me and through me. Yeah, that's real. That's real. I, I, I love that lady. I, I, you know, she, her music, um, has been very healing and therapeutic in times when I needed it. Um, so as y'all know, we're not teachers, preachers or, or preachers. preachers. Um, but, you know, we, we talk a lot about depression and and in time, I think we will have more concrete, you know, resources. I, I've been trying to get my one of my fraternity brothers to come on this show um, and I'm still trying to get him to come on the show because he is a therapist. Um, I will say that if you are a black person listening to this podcast, find you a black therapist. But Please. but but find you but but also find a therapist that that's a black therapist that's going to listen to you, and and not judge you. Um, that's their job. It's listen to you and not judge you. But I mean, it doesn't always happen like that. It's yeah. It's hard talking about issues um, that are prevalent in the black community or in black families to someone who is not black. It's not. I'm not saying that. It, I'm not saying that it can't be done. But it's just important and essential. So, um, I mean, I could throw out all kinds of app, you know, apps and talk space and stuff like that. But when I'm battling depression, um, sometimes it seems like it's never going to end. Um, my mood swings are so strange. It's the the smallest thing can set them off. When I tell Me you, too, when I tell you that a scent, like if I walk in the in my apartment and I can smell like something's been burning, it, it triggers something. It always does. But you know what I'm, what I'm, what I'm, I'm really, I, I promise y'all this is not me making, this is not me dumping on my parents, but I remember, you know, my mom walking into the house and being upset because something wasn't right. And so what I do is I'll take a few minutes and I, when I'm walking up the sidewalk to my apartment, I tell myself that the person inside that apartment is the absolute apple of my eye. Like, like that person living in that apartment complex is someone who would sacrifice for me. And so because of that, I need to knock, t- you know, no, I still might not be happy when I, when I walk inside, but the person living in that apartment is mine is, is, is someone that is there for me. And so I need to chill the fuck out. And so everyone doesn't have that moment, but like if you just take a few seconds before you react to something, and you check in with yourself and you say, you know what, this is going to piss me off. Even if you, let's say you're about to walk in, like we about to walk into some bullshit, like take a few seconds and be like, OK, this is going to piss me off. But you know what? I'm going to do my very best. And you might you're going to win some days. Some days you're going to lose <laughs> like a month. You're going to lose. But I'm working on breaking some curses because it's a we got some curses that that it's not just on our immediate family. It's on our extended family. It's on it's it's it's. It's curses that I feel like have come down from generations of people that we'll never have, we'll never meet because they're they're long gone. They're they've been dead, but it's been passed down to us, 
and we don't know why we get mad sometimes, why shit piss us off immediately. And it's not because we're bad people. It's it's something traumatic that happened to us that might be something that, that that's kind of latent, that's kind of like hidden, you know, within the folds of our brain that we that we need to uncover. But the it's important to check in with yourself. That's why, you know, me and Josh, we ask each other how we're doing. Because sometimes we forget, like, mm-hmm. like we, we forget how, like, how am I doing, bitch? Like, like, you know, like what's going on with me? Um, you know, so being, being an adult is hard, you know, for me, you know, I can't speak for Josh, but you know, adulting is hard Hell yeah! because, you know, I, I didn't have that manual. I didn't have a manual. Like my, my my parents didn't teach me the 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 value of saving of having a savings account they didn't teach me the value of, of doing they it was we didn't talk about those things you know also there's more to being an adult than just the you know the act of saving and paying bills you know having adult conversations having adult emotions learning how to be an adult and you know go to someone when you're wrong go to someone when they're wrong i didn't learn that shit you know, I didn't I didn't learn how to do those things. And so sometimes it's hard. Like if me and if me and my partner, if we get into it, which we really don't we don't fight like we might like share. Like I might I might say I might I might say something um, with a little with a little 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 nastiness behind it. Like, you know, the, the apartment's still nasty or something like the apartment's still dirty, <laughs> you know, and and he'll go into the other room and he'll lay across the bed. And I have to remember that this is someone that I'm doing life with. And so we got to learn how to talk through those things. We got to learn how to talk through those situations. And that's part of being an adult. That's just part of being a good human being in general. And so I'm, I'm constantly learning that I, I, we're going to, we don't have resources now, but we're going to look up some resources. So, and have for you, you know, the next, our next episode, um, because that's important. It's important to not just talk about things, but maybe share some resources. And so, um, I'm kind of navigating the waters, you know, with everyone else and, and, and learning and looking for resources. Um, um, quiet time is important. Um, it's important to get by yourself sometimes and just be quiet and disconnect from, from, from social media sometimes. Like maybe take five minutes, you know, take three minutes, you know, maybe five minutes is too long. Take, take three minutes and be like, I'm not even going to look at my phone for three minutes. I'm going to do something else. I'm going I'm to be quiet for three minutes. I've been working on that too. Um, Let's see what else. What else? What else? Um, but before before we 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 wrap up, um, I just want to say, uh, Christy, thank you so much. Um, thank you, Mama. And thank you for speaking things into our lives because yeah. you know we this is this is we have been doing this for a year, and like we said, it hasn't been without its its lows. You know, you know, we definitely have been trying to figure out formulas that work for us, and you know, we're still we're new to this too. You know, we 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 still figuring shit out as well, and that's just that's that's life. You know, um, but we've been we've been fortunate to be in each other's spaces. You know, to record this podcast and. Um, we 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 both sacrifice you know time and energy you know but it's but at the same time it's fun like it's not it, it ain't like oh lord because i this. wouldn't do it if yeah. i didn't like doing no that. i know um you know and it's it's you know it's all but it's it's kind of like i always say i'm like an old truck like it takes me a little while to, you know when we when we bring stuff upstairs i'm like lord here we go but once we get down to it like we it's always it's not a, it's not hard it's not hard to do it. The only time it's hard is when it's like four o'clock in the morning. You gotta re-record an old episode, and you Child, like trying. Listen, we, 
Because we, we didn't have to do it. We have had to do it. And and even though it's late now, this is not the latest we've been here. We've been here super late. So this is not even, t- it's not too bad. But um, Christy, thank you so much. Thank um, you, Mama. Thank you for your love. Uh, Shika, thank you for your love. Thank you, Shika. Um, those who listen, thank y'all for y'all's love. And if there's anything that you want to hear, please, please, please email us. Um, and you can email us at childpodcast at gmail.com. That's child with four eyes. eyes. You thought you was going to get away from hearing that, but nah, we tricked you. Lies. Um, we, we're looking into doing some bigger, better things. We're actually looking to doing a live um, uh, child episode. Um, it would be cool to do it um, in front of an audience, but we're going we gonna to work on that. You know, we might we might do something live on on YouTube. We just gotta find a venue um, where it's YouTube live and people can come comment and things like that. Um, I think one of my hesitations is that you know people when you give them the live component, people are gonna actually they might tune in, folks that <laughs> we don't expect to tune in. They gonna tune in and they might hear y'all might hear some things that y'all don't want to hear. But as we said, we do indeed cuss. We sure the fuck do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So be on the lookout for some. Our, our first merch is gonna be it's gonna be something small. Um, it might be a sticker, then T-shirt. We we we're gonna figure that out. But um, as long as y'all supporting us, just know every, we we don't expect everyone to believe what we believe. We don't expect everyone to support queer black people. But here is the secret: we're not going anywhere. Nowhere. There is there is there is nothing that you can say or do, think or feel that is gonna make us go anywhere because. Y'all, queer people have been here since the beginning of time and ain't going nowhere. So all the archaic thoughts and beliefs that you might have, I understand that you think that you're that you're you're getting to heaven some way, but there's some somebody that's gonna look at you the same way and say, you know what, something that you're doing is wrong. There's nothing wrong, and this is for anybody out there who is queer, questioning, gay, straight, bi, lesbian, trans. What? Um, I was, I was, I'm getting, it's, it's getting, it's getting yeah. <laughs> There is nothing wrong with the way that you were created. Nothing. There is nothing wrong with who you are. There's nothing wrong with who you love. There's nothing wrong with how you feel. There's nothing wrong with how you choose to represent yourself, express yourself, dress yourself. Please love yourself. Please find a way to love yourself. I understand that it may seem it may seem impossible because you have a family, you have friends, you have um classmates who are constantly beating you down and calling you names calling you ugly calling you fat calling you gay queer uh faggot you know like dyke like calling you all these ridiculous names but you know what who you say you are is so much more powerful and it's and it's the biggest middle finger to every single person who has been an adversarial who has had you know negative thoughts about you so being you is the biggest middle finger, but it's but it's also the biggest hug to yourself. It's the best way to massage your heart, being yourself. All right. And if your love is not hurting yourself or anybody else, fuck what everybody else got to say. Fuck them all twice. All yeah. right, y'all. Be good to yourselves and to each other. All right. Bye. Bye.